Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my uh, patriotic, lovable, handsome, passionate co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. I'll take all that. Also, R.I.P. M.F. Doom. R.I.P. Man. We lost a legend. That son of a bitch said, don't tell them until the 31st, where it's the last big event of 2020. And then he died seconds later. Is that how it happened? I bet that's how it's happened. Allegedly, but it's MF Doom, so you don't know. I I also like that he maybe died on Halloween. Yeah, I bet it was in his will to like break the news in as upsetting a way as possible. Oh, man, I was like, man, I wish like the pandemic wasn't going on because like I I think if he died during normal times, it'd be cool to send like a bunch of doom bots. (laughs) Yeah. Like advertise these MF Doom shows yeah. and then have them tell you in person that he's dead. That's a really good idea. Also, this is every album ever the podcast. <laughs> We're listening to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography per episode. And today is a very special episode because today is our very first tier two Patreon request from Mario. Thank you, buddy. You are the best. You've been supporting us for a while. You've been supporting me specifically a lot. Uh, <laughs> And he requested that we discuss the legendary Roots crew from Philadelphia. And it also goes against one of our basic rules, uh, which is try not to cover artists that are still active. thing mm-hmm. is that we do have exceptions. We, we have covered, obviously, body count. <laughs> we keep talking about body count. My God. Uh, and, we're never going to stop talking about body count. We're loosening the, the rules. Not just for this one, but for, like for all future ones, because it'll give us opportunities if they do release a new album, which the Roots probably going to release a new album. Yes, they've uh, they've been talking about doing a new one since like 2018. Yeah. So when they do release one, we're going to release it as a Loose Ends episode that goes on Patreon first and then a month later goes on the main feed. So we're still going to be you know, updating these and we're going to stay current. But for now, this is a big beefy discography. It's going to be a long episode. I'm sorry, but you don't have to watch the whole thing. You could also skip around. If you're on YouTube, there's now timestamps. You can skip around to whatever album you wish, or you can watch the whole thing like a uh, person who likes us. But also, also I should say, because we have the loose ends episode and maybe a little bit of a disclaimer is that technically we're not even doing all their albums. And uh, <laughs> and maybe I should have I should have told you before. I think on the loose ends when they drop a new album, yeah. we should do the collaboration albums. I bet there's a lot. Yeah, there's three, three. Oh, that's not a lot. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's so a, that's a solid loose ends. So when the roots drop a new album, we will also cover the collaboration. Okay, albums. so this is just the the basic roots which is not exactly basic it's 11 albums it's a lot it's a lot but plugs if you want to support us and help us please subscribe (laughs) on youtube but but plugs sorry (laughs) oh yeah that's right god damn it you're fucking child alex uh (laughs) youtube.com slash every album ever subscribe comment leave you know thumbs ups or you can leave thumbs downs if you want to do that too uh just hang out uh subscribe on apple podcast spotify podcast leave reviews and five star ratings and all that most importantly, tell a friend if you think you'll like, they'll like us, uh, or if you like us, you know, that word of mouth has been like, my God, the word of mouth the on this show has been the fucking best. The best. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Everybody knows who they are. Uh, oh, man, I'm already losing track of plugs. I haven't done this. In a- how, long, how long has it been? It's since been we- a while. Yeah, because we took some extra time to record this episode because it's so big. Uh, Instagram. You can follow me at Pope Jesse Ventura and Alex at... At Mother Puncher. You can also find all my Twitch stuff there, my music stuff there. I've been posting a lot of music stuff lately. 
You uh, have. You've been a busy boy. Been a busy boy. And I'm on Twitch three days a week. You can find links all on my Instagram as well as clips of the show of this show. Spotify playlist. Oh, man, these, these plugs are getting longer and longer and longer. Spotify playlist on the roots. You'll find a link in the description of wherever you're listening or watching. We have playlists associated with pretty much every episode. You find that as well, uh, as well as merch and all that stuff at everyalbumever.com. Patreon, patreon.com slash every album ever for bonus episodes, <laughs> early access to the loose end series, uh, 20% off all merch. Uh, you know, you see what we're covering in advance. You get, uh, jumping the line shut the fuck up uh you get uh, you can jump the line when you want to request an artist if you're tier two just the same way mario did for this episode uh we got a couple patreon specific request requested episodes coming up shortly uh they're the best so they get first dibs pretty much uh anyway am i done am i I'm okay to move on <laughs> yeah please tell me i'm done you're done with I'll, I'll cover the next part you're done with the normal plugs thank christ please start talking yes <laughs> speaking of word of mouth because of word of mouth we have a new new friend of the podcast we made an appearance on uh, a, a little podcast called uh brass tax and beers and beers it was very fun please uh, please go check out those episodes uh, mr ben booby he's a uh, He's a fun dude, uh, really funny guy, funny episodes uh, as well. He does some serious stuff too. talks one-on-one with like educators and, you know, therapists and whatnot. But the funny stuff is the funny stuff. Yes. And we, I like to believe we were on that part of the show. But one thing we did discuss during his, his show, for some reason, ICP came up. Yes. I don't know how. I think I was talking about a, a, a girl I used to date that liked them. And then the, the topic of Fago came up. And well, Mr. Ben Booby sent me 14 cans of Fago. Yes, he did. So in and- honor of his generous, generous uh, gift and package. Let me do it by the. Yeah, we're going to. Also, before I. Ooh, gonna take- <laughs> before I'm all. Before he specifically told me the grape one was the worst one, uh, and in honor of uh, my friends when we used to do bad movie nights, and we actually did a bad soda night. I bet this is up there. I okay. Here's another thing. I haven't drunk soda. Don't you dare take a sip yet. I wanted uh, a whiff, like a like a fine wine. It's, yeah, it smells like fucking uh, soda. Sun kiss. <laughs> like I haven't I haven't drunk soda in, in years. Years. I don't drink soda. I'm, I'm better That's than true. that. I'm better boy than that. I'm kidding. I'm not better than anything. I just, I, I find that the taste lingers for mm-hmm. way too long for me. That, the I'm aftertaste. Not a big, yeah. I'm not, I'm not an aftertaste kind of guy. However, I've made an exception because I've never tried Fago in my life. Neither have I. First time. Toast. To brass tacks and, and beers. beers. Woo. That is. I hate it. I hate it. It's not as strong as I thought it would be. It's way more menace like medicine. But yeah, it's not. It's like it attempted to car- to carbonate for like the first half of the sip <laughs> and then just left the building the second half. That's accurate. That's accurate. So um, maybe also I like that it says genuine. It does. Say, it does. Say genuine, it genuine, says genuine. I may finish this whole thing. I may not. In honor of Ben, but we got a lot to. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I'm not, sorry. I can't. <laughs> I need to chase it with coffee. Let me do one more for the working man. Oh, thank you so much, buddy, for sending that. Uh, someone is going to drink it. It's not going to be me, but someone will. 
No, I'm not going to finish that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to finish that, but thank you. Thank you, you. Did, you did insist on drinking the worst one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's so. still plenty more to go. Yeah, I got like two more flavors to work through. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> the roots. This is, um, don't worry. This is timestamp. So if you want to skip all this, this is for sure. You can skip all this. Uh, the roots. All right. Tell me what I need to know because all I know is Quest Love. Him being on Chappelle's show and the Tonight Show. That's my knowledge of the roots. Interesting. Going in. So I got I've been listening to them for most of my life. Um I like the roots so much and was so enamored with them. I wanted to see them. And the only show that was coming up was them opening for Wilco. I don't even like Wilco. Really? I've never given him a shot. So I paid one of those bands. money to go see Wilco this so I could see the roots open up. I Jesus. think it was worth it, but also disappointing because uh, they're one of the greatest live bands ever, mm-hmm. uh, which is Wilco? why I agree. Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. The roots, which is why they were chosen to be the Tonight Show band. But mm-hmm. um, based in Philadelphia, originally quest love and black thought the mc and then they they this went from there that's the origins of it but uh a, a group near and dear to my heart and uh yeah just relentless touring schedule before they were on the tonight show like uh-huh. 300 days like that's basically i don't have a home because i like streets and roads better than home they the like the shit I've seen them do live ranges from like, damn, like, I don't know if I should be mad or if that was awesome, but I always fall at the end of awesome. Like, I think the second time was like Coachella 07, and I was excited to see the roots. Mm-hmm. And the majority of their set was just like Quest Love. Um, the guitar player that they get later on, who's like a main member still is, uh, I think they call him Captain Kirk Douglas, AKA Tra- he looks like Tracy Chapman. They call him Tracy Chapman uh-huh. sometime. And their tuba player, tuba Gooding jr. It's so fucking hilarious. It's just the three of them. <laughs> Why do they have a tuba player? <laughs> I have no idea, but it was just the three of them doing Bob, D- like a 12, 15 minute version of Bob Dylan's master of war that was like the majority of the set and i was just like that's real fucking good but i didn't want to say like i wanted to see like the roots yeah yeah so i do man when you're when you tour that much you do get bored playing the same songs oh they could they could do anything like there's a reason they were like jay-z's backing band on unplug and you know Mm. when he said he was going to retire in his final show at madison square garden Uh like right a lot of air quotes a lot of air quotes because he fucking didn't um and then yeah they this i think there used to be a clip on youtube of them doing like the mars volta like they fucking can and will do anything like their melodies like if you were lucky enough to see them on a live show Mm -hmm. where they would do like medleys medleys sorry this intercut all these fucking songs is like that's badass yeah that's good shit um, and then a quick side note on the Chappelle's block party. I like when they're doing you got me and you can see like quest love playing the drums and like directing the band as uh-huh. he's playing the drums. Yeah. I'm just like, that's so that's wonderful. That's it, bad leader. Yeah. He's, you know, 
uh known for like his hip-hop iq like he knows everything Mm -hmm. everything but i just think he this has a high iq like like there's some samples that i'm just like why like who the fuck's even heard of that band like so the dude is just one of the smartest musicians working so so if he's so smart, why is on the Tonight Show a failing industry <laughs> that's going down the shitter with a horrible host? I never. I'm not putting you on trial. No, 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 no. I know. Yeah, I. So I guess we're jumping the gun a little bit here. They said the reason they picked the Tonight Show was because they were they were exhausted of being on the road. Mm-hmm. They were older, and they're like, you know. New York's like a hour and a half train ride from Philly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's right there. Um, so they're like, this gives us security. Yeah, they're like, we're t- we're tired, and I respect that. Dude, and- that is actually the best I mean, in terms of securing a fat paycheck for the oh, rest yeah. of your life. Yeah, that is like that's like uh, you know, when you get old. And you start just thinking, I'm just going to be the house band for this bar. I just want to keep, I just want to keep the gears oiled up. I don't want to care about doing anything else. I'm tired. I want to raise a family. Mm-hmm. Except their version is uh, two millions of people on TV. Yes. Yeah. And uh, if, I think you know, good for them. They they still tour. Obviously, not as much. No one tour now. Well, no, no one. one no, right now. no. No scruffy. Mm. Scruffy ain't allowing that. Seconded. Um, but uh like quest love also does like djing stuff and like um just just a a treat if anyone has in the future an opening to go watch the roots live fucking do it i don't care what yeah fat like genre of music you like go fucking watch the roots live this was a band that i'd never heard that i knew i would like and then i went in and then got a bunch of different answers. Like I didn't realize how how different every, every album was going to be. I was expecting more or less the same kind of like, not just style, but you kind of because you, we've done so many of these fucking episodes that mm-hmm. like you know when we're listening to an artist we or a discography, we know who wrote that song. Like you can tell this person's writing style. And then <laughs> by the end of this discography, I'm like oh, okay, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really all over the place in a, in a very good way. Yeah, it did. It did put some things in perspective because of like my experience with them live and they're kind of like, I don't know if it's considered uh, amongst fans or whatever. But to me, like the they have like a an error where it's just like that's like what people think the roots are. Mm-hmm. So I like I thought I knew what the roots were. But then at the end, I'm like, I'm so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like every time I, I start to get a picture, like okay, they're turning into this thing, and I was like, "Huh? Wait, oh, okay, okay." And then from that, they turn into another thing, and then so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, so I actually went back in my notes and started deleting lines of like, "This doesn't sound like the roots." I was like, "Yeah, because it's now the it's now what the roots is." Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, interesting band, interesting band. I hope we disagree a lot. I hope we have different picks. There's a lot of albums. There's a lot of albums. So there's so plenty of high, room. Yes. Plenty of room for that. Uh, so let's get into it. They have 11, like we said, 11 albums, 11 albums total as of right now. The first one was, was released in 1993. Last one, 2014. So if you're ready. I am ready. This album is not streaming anywhere. You can listen to it on YouTube or buy it if you want to do that. This is 1993's Organics. 
believe I listened to this album once before this podcast. Mm. Did it stick with you in any way? No. Okay. <laughs> so going in blind, first thought was smooth. Real smooth. Real smooth. And I didn't expect a full live band like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's... Look at that. It's a live band. Yeah. It feels live. And I like that. I also learned some interesting things about them. Like, I didn't know they moved from Philadelphia to New York. Or not New York. Um, London. Um, and developed a following in London. Really? During all this. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. Because there's some Beatles in Germany kind of shit. Yeah. There's, at the time, probably zero hip-hop groups with um, who played instruments in England at the time. Yeah. Super smart. And also, it's, really cool. it's not like the most super memorable thing, whatever, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. 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 The song's not over. It just does one of those breaks. You might as well cut it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it cut. It kind of uh, ended the clip for us. Uh, so just saying that, not offensive, but worse. Are you fucking kidding me? Worse, least favorite. Are you fucking? It's the. It's, I can't believe her. It's the. Why? It's the album. I will not. I won't. I just won't come back to. I probably will. Not yeah. guaranteed. Probably not because of how hard it is to listen. I can't listen to it on my in, in the car. Sure. Or but I was really pleasantly surprised by this. I was because re- I thought I was going to be like, oh, uh, they're 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 you know they're, they're ru- not rusty, but they're they're fine. They're ironing out what they're doing. They don't know what they sound like yet. It's very early embryonic. Yes. yes. I think this is rad because I think there is a criminal, criminally small number of hip hop groups with live bands or live instruments. Yeah, I think that, it's insane. How has it not been done more? Yeah, and that's you know what the roots are known for. Um, you know, whatever. I'll stir some shit. Like gym class heroes used to be good, and then they just sucked. I don't. I haven't heard them. So mm. you shoot Alex, and then you shoot me later when I agree with him. Then you shoot your cousin. Um, then, then you shoot your cousin. <laughs> yeah, that first gym class heroes album. I think you would like it. Really? I think you would like it. But I digress. We'll also, talk about that off. Also, I really liked when Atmosphere brought a live. He only has like one live DVD of like mm-hmm. of of the 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 live actual band, the the live drums and all that. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like, oh, he's gonna do, he's gonna be like the Roots now. But no, 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 I mean, di- it's totally like, different. I just don't get why it's not done more. It's it sounds better. It <laughs> live does. drums sound the best. It does, and also I like with the the Roots with the you know the live instruments. Is there's no there's no hiding behind anything because a lot of rappers in their live performance, you know. They just play the samples in the main course. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes the verses too, and they just like hide behind it and they suck live. And that's yeah. not something the roots can do. Uh so what is it about this album that you hate, Alex? Why? So I got I got fatigue with this. It's I, the first album. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's it's like I it might be like a BPM thing where it's like every song feels the same to me. Uh-huh. It's like very like I'm going to put this album on and I'm going to take a nap 
Uh-huh. And I I will say if people do like some of the stuff on here, it's on their compilation. Some of the songs are on their compilation Homegrown. Mm-hmm. So um there are some songs like Pass, Pass the, the popcorn. popcorn. Come on, man. It's Pass great. the popcorn. Yeah. God that, damn. That's uh that's that's fun. You don't like the anti-circle? I will say anti-circle, like if I you know, if they weren't like this well-known group. Mm-hmm. Anti-Circle is like proof that Black Thought is a very good MC. Oh, he's real good. He's he's one of the most unrate, underrated MCs mm. because I think he's in there with the group with the roots. Mm-hmm. And then so when people are talking about best rappers, they don't think about Black Thought, but he's so fluid, he's so fast and not in like a, a like Buster Rhymes fast. This, yeah. His delivery is just genuinely more fluid ice cream truck ice cream it's for truck. sure picking up on the mic it's for sure picking up on the mic percent. keep going um and he doesn't really do punchlines so i think he like people aren't listening and paying attention to what he's saying but he's he's so fu- he's good on anti-circle uh okay i'm just gonna throw out song names of songs i like and we're gonna find why you think grits you don't I think didn't it's care fun? for it you didn't okay all right no it's fine it's good. yeah it's yeah, good. yeah yeah okay okay yeah. I'm out death. What is it? I'm out death. Yeah. No, no, it didn't. I mean, we can't even put it on because it's on fucking YouTube and there's no timestamps yeah, on YouTube. There, there is so it's that. like really okay. I will give you that the, all the interlude shit is really bad. Like writer's block is awful. Like I can't, I can't take writer's block. Oh, that's when they're like, yeah, over the 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 free. It's kind of free jazzy. Yeah, very I free do- jazzy. Like a lot of interlude, a lot of the interludes on here are like that. Yeah, I do like when he says. Uh, John Cole training Chinese foods my date for the night. I'm like, fucking nerd. Fuck, he's a nerd. You're going to sugar your own churro tonight. So, so one thing that I, I, I got to bring up, because we're going to talk about it in the next album. Uh, I said what man. I said what man. I said what man. That does a good job of capturing how fucking fun they, fun are, they are live. So this is why, and we're it's on, it's a live song. It's the only actual live track. Mm-hmm. Uh, and immediately out of the gate, even though I don't think it's that great of a song, it's it's a lot of scatting. It's a lot of scatting. Yes, there the is. The boy doesn't like scatting. Oh, that's kind of something that they do very late. And I, I was like surprised. Like, oh, they kind of, they go back to scatting quite a bit throughout their career. It's silly. It is it's silly. No, it's just with your mouth. But it is kind of cute how he'll do the scat and then whatever instrument will mimic this, what he's scatting. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. What I liked about this track was how much he's laughing in, like genuinely laughing in the middle of his scatting and his in his rhyming because you know, yeah he he's knows having a good silly. time yeah. he's having a good fucking time he knows it sounds silly he's ha- it's just it it translates you feel like okay to be in that audience must have been fucking rad yes they do this exact I don't get why they do it again on the next album we'll talk about it then but here I think it's fun I don't think it's great yes but it's fun now one thing that I'm going to say right now is you're gonna, the session and you're gonna say it sucks is the session I like it holy shit. It's 12 minutes. I know. It doesn't really change, though. I know. I like, know it doesn't. Like, maybe if you had, like, a killer, like, killer riff, killer bass line. I like it. It's a, so what it is, essentially, uh, it's a drum beat and a noir saxophone. Mm-hmm. That fucking ridiculous, silly noir sounding. Uh, is it a horn or is it? I think it's a saxophone. Might be saxophone and horns. Either way. Either way. 
it's 12 minutes of that yes but and there's like a hundred MCs. I'm exaggerating. It's a lot of there's a, a lot, lot of rappers kind of, on there. Actually, it's the last track, right? You can just find like within the last twelve minutes and just drop it anywhere. And you know, if I have the wrong track, you know, will this? Yeah, because I'm a four. Just get loose, say to shine, get that. loose. Those it's that. Yeah, I love it. Have fun. I don't like this this line right here, the half one. Yeah. I think it's pretty pretty hokey. But I love this. It's, it's punchy as fuck, dude. It's fine. I'm just like 12 minutes. I like it a lot. Okay, okay, so I'm going to... Damn, we like swapped places. Usually you hate rappers first. I what? Usually like you hate rappers first first album. That's true. That is true. Uh this is going to be a little different. This whole yes. this is a very different band. So th- that song does for me what I believe they try to do on a later album and fail completely at. I liked what like, this I can put on, zone out, mm-hmm. relax. It's on in the background and it feels good. That's why I like it. Yeah, it's just. Are you saying they're more than that, Alex? You think they could be better than that? Is that why it's your worst? I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. But I still enjoy it and still yeah. enjoy it. And yeah, it's just it's real boring to me. All right, all right. Alex is worst and least favorite, but we got to move on. Uh, so this is now. Sorry for just bringing it on you. Uh, this is 1995's. Do you want more? <laughs> Yeah, I think also, I don't even know if it's fair, but it's just like Tribe is so good at the jazz rap stuff. Mm. But like what if keeping me engaged. Try, try. Yeah, I agree. This album is slightly better. Better? Slightly. Wait, better than what? Than organics. Okay, I get your reason. I don't agree, but I get it. I think yeah. you say better than tribal. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, I think Q-tip is is Q-tip on this album. I forgot, but a lot, uh, he has to come up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so this album I thought was worse than the first one. Dang, I not really a fan of either of these albums. Yeah, I, I this one. Whew. They both fall in the same category where every song feels like it's the same BPM. Hmm. I can take naps to both of them. Yep. They're pretty long. Yeah, a lot of these earlier albums are extremely long. So this one, <clears throat> I will say. That last album did get them signed to Geffen Records, though. So. Okay, okay, fair enough. So they're on Geffen now. They put out an EP called uh, From the Ground Up, but all those songs ended up on this album. Okay. Uh, so that's very... Uh, yeah, you can tell they were signed. It's far more produced than the last one. I like the production. It's not crazy, but I from this early on, I already like, I kind of noted... Uh, you can kind of, they have so much more room to grow with that type of production. Mm-hmm. And I was very pleased to hear by like a few albums later, they're, they're going ham on that production. Yeah. So it's like, you can, you can tell where, the, you know, the seeds are here. Uh, I do like mellow my mind. I think that's a solid song. 
I do also. That's, oh, go ahead. Oh, that's the first time I feel like it's the music is like changing it up a bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're doing hip hop, but like we don't need to do the the boom bap yeah. for 12 minutes. We can do these different these different things. I forgot I wrote this. You said you that tribe did the you know the jazz hip hop thing so well. And I wrote these songs like these songs sounding like a less good low end theory songs. Like not yeah. just like specifically the songs on the low end theory. Mm-hmm. Uh so a controversial opinion of mine, I don't love that album. Uh and I love this even less. So it's like a, a less good version of an album I already didn't like that much. Uh, but this one, uh, okay, there are there is some stuff that I do like. I like. I don't mind the title track so much. I do like. Uh, I remain calm. It's cool. And uh, I was I was gonna say title track. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's like the yeah. most. Yeah, 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 it's the most different thing on on here or that they've done at the po- this point. Yeah. Um. Also, I should say they added super producer Scott S- Scott Starch mm-hmm. on keyboards, as well as human beatboxer legendary Rozelle. So you have a uh, question mark versus Rozelle. Oh God! I never realized deep cut here how much Rozelle sounds like Bernie Mac doing his. The dick joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's racist, Alex. No, it's not. But that's fucking ridiculous. I actually hated uh question mark versus Rozelle. It's not it's not good. It's awful. I couldn't oh. it's, it's unlistenable. <laughs> also, the problem with Ro- like not that there's the problem with Rozelle on record is when you see him live, there's this like amazement, like holy shit! There's five noises coming out oh, of this man at dude, once. Good beatboxers are mind blowing. Yeah, and and he's like the go- the god. Yeah, and so it's like you can't really convey that on record. So one thing that that took me out of this album pretty early on is so much of it feels like just kind of ideas for songs more than actual songs. Everything mm-hmm. feels pretty half written. Uh, there's like how many short songs are on this album? How many like spacers? A lot of a lot. Of, it feels like a lot of filler. Actually, not that not that many. Really? Like in the beginning, like the intro track, everything else is like four, three, three minutes, and then we get a little longer. So it ends with like some long, long ones. Yeah, that's that's actually where it started to kill me. So because like by. Uh, there was like four tracks left and I'm like, I'm already out. And yeah. Those last four tracks are fucking lengthy. Silent treatment. I was like, it's nap time. Yeah. It's nap yeah, time. Yeah. Um, also, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. What goes on part seven? Is that a fucking ELO sample? I'm not sure where it is. Bring that bitch up. Pull it up. Let me. Also, that's like very. I'm assuming that's Rodzell yeah. doing the the click. Sounds like a mouth. Yeah. Do I want to fast forward? Oh, let's go with it. Fuck it. Tell me you don't like that stain. That scat. Yeah. Wait. That's Cynthia thing. I don't no? think it is. No. Okay. I think okay. it's just a synth. Uh. uh Wait, 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 wait,
I hated it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what you were saying. Uh, I, yeah, God, it's, it was one of the, the first ones that kind of made me worried about this album. Uh, and also, uh, I mean, I just, we just got to compare it to the first album cause it's basically the only thing you can compare it to at this point. Uh, it kind of gives up that, that, uh, that upright bass mm-hmm. pretty almost entirely. There's still live drums on here, but like, um, it just feels way more produced. It feels way less live. Uh, it feels way less kind of like, uh, I hate using the term fun to describe it's, albums because I don't need albums to be fun, but it just, it just drags. Cause like there's no zoning out the way I did with the first one. Yeah. I remember picking this album up because when I got into the roots, they had like five albums. Here we are 11 albums. Yeah. In. Um, so it was like, if I wanted more of the roots, this was, this was it. And yeah, I remember being somewhat disappointed and repeatedly like trying to get into yeah. it. And I just. So, the, yeah, I got to bring it up now. Uh, they do a Sewa Man again. Another Not as li- fun. Another live version of a Sewa Man. And it is less fun. It is. It is less good. It is the same thing. It's it's the fucking scat song where everybody's mimicking each other and it's mm-hmm. a live thing. We're all having fun, except he's not laughing. He's not, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound nearly as charming. And we had it already literally the exact same thing, but better on the last album. I don't, I don't even understand why they did that. Maybe it's just like, Hey, we're on a major label. People like it. Let's do it again. <sighs> all right. Whatever. Point is, I don't like it. Alex doesn't care for it either. They'll get better, goddammit. But until then, let's move on. This is uh, 1996's Illadelph Half-Life. That's a really cool, maybe annoying to some people, piano sample. Annoying to me. <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of the weakest openers. Not, not a fan of this opener. It's not that it's like super bad, it just feels underwhelming. I can see that. This is a, a darker album. Yeah, but it's. It also feels way less. Uh, like, this is where I was like, this isn't Dark the Roots. Because, like, it didn't have. It has no liveness to it. Like, now, I don't know if, if Questlove is using, like, like electronic like, like, drums now. Because this I is think not. Yeah. This is not a live drum set. This is not a good drum set. You don't hear any on this album. Yeah, at a certain point, you can forget they're a band at a certain point. Yeah, because it just sounds like a hip-hop album. Yeah, the samples are so fucking heavy. Yeah. So Black Death still sounds real good. Uh, but yeah, um, slightly, it's like this every album, slightly better, but I still feel like it suffers from every song is that same tempo. tempo. I'm exaggerating a little bit because I do like the later half of this a little bit more. Okay. Okay. Like uh Concito of Desperado. What the oh, hell? Oh, yeah. What is that yeah. song? It's amazing. It's weird. It doesn't belong on here. A lot of this stuff is weird. By the way, least favorite. This this album got me good. This was when yeah. I was like, this is the worst one. This is awful. Like I, first of all, I'm not mad at that. Hold on, hour twenty minutes, guys. Real long. Oh boy, you feel long. it. You feel oh, it. Oh, you feel it. 
early on. <laughs> this one, dude. Oh, this one dragged more than any any album for me. Anyway, yeah. And this is the this is the one where on my second listen, I didn't hate it nearly as much because mm-hmm. I, I what I did was <clears throat> for most of these albums, I listened to them once and then moved on and then came back. Smart in, in different orders. I didn't go yeah. back chronologically. I'd listen to like a mid period and the early one. I would go all over the place to kind of get like I don't want to get. You don't want to get fatigued. Well, also, I don't want to fall into the the trap of comparing it to the album that was released right before it. Mm-hmm. I want to hear it in the context of the album by itself. Mm-hmm. So I didn't hate it nearly as much the second time, but it definitely still dragged the longest more than any other one. Uh, and it starts out really like the first song that really does anything for me, even a little bit, is Panic. And it's a minute and a half long. And the only reason why I like it is because the drums are so crazy. Yeah. Um, what I think like episode did it episodes. Yeah. I think that kind of like I started paying, paying attention. I've noted that one as a fucking snooze fest. I do not like that song. (laughs) This is where they, um, started getting a little bit of shine because what they do was pretty popular music video. They're Mm -hmm. just, uh parroting gangsters oh, really? like like yeah everything you guys do is just so by the book we we know how to parody you uh-huh, uh-huh. and then so that's that's kind of that's kind of ironic because i feel like this album sounds like a by the book hip-hop album it and, there's nothing really striking about this there's some jazziness to it mm-hmm. but compared to the last two it's like damn near none i forget what what album it was in our two life crew episode where I was like, you can feel the impact of Wu-Tang clan like Mm -hmm. almost immediately. And this isn't like immediately because I think it's like three or two years after 36 chambers, but the, the impacts of the Wu can be felt Felt by all. Yeah. Heavily, even on, um, universe at war i'm like mm-hmm. i can imagine odb doing doing that main course that's a, that's, that's a song that uh universe at war where i really like the production but mm. it just wouldn't fucking end like all, it's damn near all these songs just drag and drag and drag real long uh and i do i think i think uh i like clones a lot that was one where i was like okay all right i'm on board for the whole thing even though it is longer than it should be i still like it a lot yeah clones was like I was like, man, I don't know if I'm still like drunk off Desperado, but um, mm-hmm. let me come back to Clones. I'm like, Clones is a good song. How many tracks are on this album? Too many. Yeah, I know it's a lot. Uh, That's why it's so hard to talk about all of them. Like, 20. 20. Okay, yeah. And th- but this is the one where there's like pepperings of like one minute, mm-hmm. minute 44 tracks throughout. Right. Okay. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So this is the album I was talking I'm talking about how organics to me felt like I can really put it on zone out, relax. This is the one where I feel like they were trying to go for that, mm-hmm. but it ends up coming across as long and boring. Like the song, the hypnotic is not hypnotic. It's no, just boring. Yeah. It's just boring. And over, I think the whole album pretty much fucking misses entirely with this chill out mellow vibe because it still has like a little bit of like the horns and a little bit of the jazziness but it's so minimal it's Mm -hmm. mostly just generic hip-hop sounding drums and black thought not again not not like fair but it's like the basis for all jazz hip-hop i was 
I was like trying to figure out like what is it about tribe that keeps me engaged? Better hooks, I would say. Better hooks. Uh, that's, and Q-Tip has a great voice. That's true. Better hooks. Also, their albums like fifty fifty minutes. They're not too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and like Q-Tip's mind for for music has just always been there. Where I think like Quest Love may have been an excellent musician and like but but maybe he was scared to like flex his musical muscles because we're a hip-hop group we can't do it wasn't exactly common yeah they do eventually just not this early on uh i actually think uh the adventure in wonderland or adventures in wonderland mm-hmm. i think it actually works it, it that's the only song on the whole album it's the last track that actually I can put it on and it's like, even though it's a fucked up story, it's all like a really depressing lyric, yeah. uh, lyrical matter. It's still, it gives me that fucking feeling. We're like, okay, this is, this is really, really solid, really relaxing, really calm, uh, really upsetting, but still, <clears throat> uh, yeah, this is the only, uh, I also know Alibi. I got to give credit to that one too. Okay. okay. Um, but still, it's so long. It's, it's so exhausting. exhausting. Uh, and given what they'll do later, I can't, I can't even, I can't defend this. Yeah. It's uh, these first three albums fall in the category of like, it's not offensive, but it's boring. It's boring. It's real boring. Yeah. All right. Let's move on, please. <laughs> uh, to where are we at? Where are we at? 1999s. I didn't realize it was 99. I thought it was earlier than that. 1999s. Things fall apart. Also, I'm jumping around on these albums because there's a lot of intros. So, even this, even this, yeah, yeah. but. This is like really cool music, you know, oh, the way. Oh, yeah. This is light years beyond the last album. Silver Contents? Yes. This is, wa- this is a wild song. I like how you always have that, that keyboard riff to come back yeah. to. It's a real solid riff. Yeah. This is this song is two completely different songs in one. It's it's great, man. The, they form a, a collective called the the Soulquarians, and uh, man, the four the four albums that were recorded are just this album. Uh, Erica Badu's Mama's Gun, D'Angelo's Voodoo, especially Voodoo. If 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 y'all never listened to Voodoo before, holy shit! Who Voodoo? Uh, by D'Angelo. Okay. Uh, I know the album cover is just a very buff, naked D'Angelo. But Mom's move. Here. There actually, there is no problem. <laughs> just, but. Holy shit. So that one and then Commons like Water for Chocolate. All four of those albums, including this one, fucking amazing. It's like forming the collective, just like the the Soulquarians collective, just fucking pushed everybody so hard. I 
and it, it it's cliche. I didn't want to do it. This is a fucking slapstick comedy. It if is. You're watching the what, video. If you're watching Mike right now, and also I didn't want to be I didn't want to be cliche, but I this is the best. How fucking dare you? This Alex? is the best. How fucking dare you? How is this the best? The, How is this the best? I I don't have a problem with any of the songs. On here. You don't have a problem with Step Into the Realm? No. Step Into the Realm. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's actually not a bad song. The reason why... Okay, my only problem with Step Into the Realm is that, that that whole thing, the whole gimmick of that song is where the beat fades out every, uh, oh, every yeah. bar yeah. While, while Black Dot's still going. Mm-hmm. And then it does it like every bar. Yeah. It just fades out and then it comes in and then it fades out and then it comes in. Yeah. It's just... I, it's neat. I don't enjoy hearing it. It's not a bad song otherwise, though. Uh, don't care for the spark. I'm just going to get all my shitting out of the okay, way because do I, do, yeah, I do yeah. like this album. <clears throat> I won't say anything unless it's a song I like. 100% Dundee. Love it. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. The keyboards and Rozelle on that. Fucking. I I love it. What about Adrenaline? Like Adrenaline too? Adrenaline's a classic to me. That's a classic, classic, classic piece of garbage. I'm root kidding. song. Classic <laughs> root song. Okay, okay. One more. Okay, one, shit, one more. Yeah, I know you like it too. You got me. It's not for me. It's not we're, for me. We're done here. We are done here. I am taking off my headphone. <laughs> this album or this podcast. We're, the whole podcast is done. Okay. However. First of all, okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. You got me again, fucking classic. Like, if it wasn't for you got me, I don't think I would have been as open to soul music as early on in my life. Mm -hmm. It just like, like if you're like a hardened, jaded, angsty boy, and you're just like, I only listen to hip hop. I don't. I don't have time to be soft. <laughs> yeah. I think that song like opens eyes. Interesting. Interesting. Also, real quick note, originally written by Jill Scott, the label said we need someone bigger. Uh, Jill Scott at the time was not big. So they bought in Mrs. Erica Badu. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm done. Shooting on the album. Okay. Yes. I, I, I thought it was the highlights were great and the mm-hmm. lowlights. I was like, okay, this isn't, it's in, I felt inconsistent. Uh, however, Dynamite for a while was like, this is my favorite root song. It's gonna be hard to top this one. Dynamite's dude, fucking amazing. Dude, that is Jay Dilla. That's like classic Jay Dilla at, at work producing that song. Fucking it's beautiful. It almost has like a it has like French chord progressions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how else to describe that, but if you've heard French music, uh, the next movement I like that one too. That obviously. was that's like one of the first root songs I heard. Next movement, and mm-hmm. it's just like I didn't know what hip hop to compare it to at the time I heard it. Like it's probably like I don't want to call them indie hip hop, but like jazz conscious hip hop, mm-hmm. probably like started the ball rolling for me interesting was that song interesting uh my second favorite song on the album is ain't saying nothing new nothing new nothing new nothing new. Saying nothing new. real good that's a good one um dude fucking double trouble oh yeah 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 nuts it's like <clears throat> like 
I don't want to say like beastie boys, but that level of like tagging in and out fucking most stuff, black, most stuff, black thought. Yeah. yeah. It's not like verse, verse, verse. Mm -hmm. It's just so beautiful. The back and forth, but yeah, the the, the weaving in and out. It's, oh man, it's, it's crazy. And then you got without a doubt, um, on the clips episode, I talked about how like crazy the, the beat for grinding is, and oh, like without grinding, grind it, and yeah. yeah, it's just like this progressive percussion. Yeah, and they do that on without a doubt. It's mm-hmm. like oh shit, they like no no shade to Pharrell or anything, but right. it's like shit. It's here. It's yeah. here first. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, what else? Moody as shit. Things fall apart. The center. The center will not hold. I don't know. Put on a little bit of that motherfucker. Which one, center? Uh, things, or- things fall apart. Center will not hold. Uh, what? There's a lot of tracks on here. Toward the end. I think it might be the last track. Or second to last track. Uh, I don't see it. Wait, really? It's a title track. Things fall apart. There's the return of innocence lost. There's act for the end. Is it one of those tracks that has like multiple names or something? Because it's the title track. Uh, is that Fago going to my head? Is I'm it like, Fago going to your head, or is it a bonus track? Uh, it shouldn't be. Hold on, might have. Let me rotate. Hold on. <laughs> if we must, uh, I'll edit this out, but let's see. Go down. And then the album ends there. The rest are bonus. What? What? Did you hallucinate a track, no. Mike? <laughs> oh, wait. No. I did not. I swear. I did not. I did not I did hit not. her. Uh, you know what? Talk more while I Google this, because it's... How, how could I have written, it, written down a name that doesn't exist? Let me pull up, like, elevator music while Mike is doing that. <laughs> um, Dietre versus Dice. I really like the uh, the fiddle sample, and I think they should have... I think this should be a longer song. So I'm going to put Mike 40, 47 seconds on the clock. We can just enjoy the... It's here as though it's on the album. Like, how buck would that be if this was a full song? This is some good strings. Yeah. Ah. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay, I found... So... I'm not crazy. What did you do? It's just an edited uh, title. Oh, because there's different versions of something. Okay. It's so it's the last track. It's called it's the Return of Innocence Lost. But my version, whatever I was listening to, it, oh, yeah. it was listed as yeah. Okay, things fall, things fall apart. The were you listening part. to the edited album? I hope not. I think you were. Oh no, I think you <laughs> fucking were. How though? Because 
I well, tell me the difference. What's the difference? So, because the return to innocence loss yeah. is like pretty fucking brutal, and so they put it a different, uh, different song on the mm. edited version because this is like, this is vulgar. I'm gonna play a little bit, and you could let us know. Okay. I'd be real sad if I didn't hear this. There might be like a rape in this song. Like, <laughs> maybe I didn't hear it. <laughs> Fucking Mike listening to the edited version. How would I know? How would I know? <laughs> it's on streaming. <laughs> There's By the e- way, this out al- this band on streaming is a fucking nightmare. There's ease when we do hip hop. You want to make Muffled sure there's, there's ease for explicit. Flesh. Blows to chest, no breath, air gasps. You ain't nothing but white trash. Bitch. No, I don't think I heard this. Dude, you enough. listen to that. You listen. <laughs> crack, crack. Just like when is the order off Mom or different? No, the order's the same. It's just this song. Daddy wants to fuck. Dick hard, swelled with power rush. Wait, I didn't hear this. All that you did? I didn't hear this. Okay. okay. Mommy seven months heavy with birth as daddy grunts and curse drunk nothings in her bloodied ear. I definitely heard this. This is the weirdest fucking podcast first, we've done. Lullaby, <laughs> son, will ever hear. And never Maybe the version, I think the version I heard probably had both. Because... I remember hearing this too and being like, kind of like, okay, I'm playing Tetris Mommy listening to this. I'm like, this is this fucking weird. She <laughs> She'd already I mean, yeah, this is a dark track. We don't need to hear more of that because we're going to start crying. But no, I heard it. I heard it. Thank okay. Christ. Okay. okay. But the one that was substituted is also good. <laughs> okay. I need to check that out. Then. Yeah. I need to check that out. Man, that's a, such a hilarious detour. One of the craziest detours we've yeah. ever done. But... But this in is in addition to the to the it's also on the edited version that the fucking secret track mm-hmm. is garbage, it's complete garbage. It's just all the members of the roots uh, quoting early South Park episodes, doing the voices of South Park characters. I didn't think I I don't think I heard that. Yeah, it's on the edited version. I don't, dude. It's dumb, <laughs> but like it's cute, but it's dumb. I'm gonna look it. I'm gonna look that up. Um. So I, how long is that one? The the return of innocence lost. How long uh, is it? Like five minutes? I believe so. Yeah, it's like five forty. Where does it go? Because I'm now want to. I want to remember what the rest of the song goes like. I think it's pretty much like it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's like, uh, man, when they go weird experimental, they go it's like my they, favorite. They go thing. all in. It's yeah. my favorite. So. Man, this is this is a fucking messy uh, reviewing of this album, but still. Also, to make it messier, uh, what you want not technically part of the album, but because it's streaming, it's easily accessible. Yeah. It's a bonus track, really fun. Mm-hmm. One of the funkiest songs they've ever done. Um, to wrap this up, I you know sometimes I'm like you know why to compare it to like a rock album like. You know, the Black Album by Metallica is just like... It's the same album as this. That's Yeah, this is the Roots Black Album. It's just like... Yeah, it's... How dare you say the Black Album is better than the early Metallica albums? How dare you? <laughs> Not that it's better, but like... It's just like... I think it's just the... Like, there's a reason it's the... The point of entry i guess is what I, this is definitely the one you want to start with yes uh, 
I think they can do better. And I think they do do better. <sighs> they, Alex. Yes. Yes, they can. But it's just like, I don't really have issues with any of the tracks. I, I think these tracks are, are classics. Uh, shout out to Brandon because, you know, they're hit, they're hits, man. Like <laughs> you, Brandon is a person that we know in our life. God damn it, Alex. Uh, but all right. Alex is best. Just, just best. Best. Just best. This is widely considered the best. Is, is that a, is that a yes. thing? Okay. Yes. You're, all, you're all wrong. You're all, <laughs> whatever. You're, I have things to say later on. Also, it's like, it's hard for me to like retro actively do it because like, I'm not trying to like diss anything like newer, but it, also, just like the idea of like when I got into the roots and there was like X amount of albums is like mm-hmm. everything else is building on that for me. I don't know if that's a, a solid excuse. This is my fucking logic. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. Time to move on. This is where are we at? Holy shit, man. We got a lot of albums to go. Yes, we do. This is 2002's Phrenology. This is not the tipping point anymore. This is fucking loud. Yeah. Rowdy. First Roots album I ever purchased. This one. This was, this was like when I got into them. Mm. I'm a killer, still in the sense. Rhymes is graphic, aiming straight at your mind and blast that weak shit. The pieces and particles of fragments, map of patterns. Yes, I must. But yeah, I think this is a great, like, obviously there's an intro before this, but this. Great, like you're in for something totally different it's on different. this album. Yeah. Yeah. They let you know with this song. So this, that's a cool song, and this is a cool album. Yes. However, I do think it is. It's it's a decent package, solid album overall. Mm-hmm. No fucking highlights, no real I don't love anything on here. Oh man. Also, again, it might just be nostalgia, but this, this might, is this is where you started. This yeah, is this is where I started. Yeah. This is so pers- personal favorite cuz it's literally like personal. Yeah. <laughs> so literally, yeah. Um sometimes I just do that because it's, you know, like I just like it better, but yeah. here it's like, man. Um, after that, you had that the song where it's this all explanation, yeah, explanation points. Uh, it's this fucking. It's pu- a punk song. It's this a punk song. It's like twenty seconds long or something, and it so effortlessly goes from that into like a Nelly Furtado song. I'm like, yeah, bleeds right to what sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is so fucking good. Real good. Um, thought at work is like, uh huh. Him just, just, just him at work. At work, I don't love it, but I, it, it has great energy to it. I did like it. Um, and then the seed. I mm. like the seed because that's a song you think like, like I know some people are like, oh, what, like what, what hip hop can I throw around 
the parentals when you're younger, when you're in the car that mm-hmm. won't like, won't get them like, what? Yeah. What did they just say? Yeah. And like, the, I like that the seed sounds like that, but then, then Cody Chestnut's like, yo, I'm pushing my seed in her bush for life. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 It's, I, I think it's an odd, ironically a charming song. I, it's great. Uh, I, but the thing is, again, along with the, 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 the tracks before that, I don't love it. I think that they're fine. I think they're mm-hmm. all, I think these are mostly all good. Uh, this, the only songs they don't like are, uh, rhymes and ammo and, uh, thirsty. Those are the only two tracks mm-hmm. I don't like. The, yeah. The rest, I'm just cool with them. I, man, I think water is like a sleeper, sleeper track. Crazy song. Crazy. It's like 10 minutes. Um, I don't know how to describe the vocal. I didn't it was that long. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like 10 minutes. Um, I don't know how to describe the female vocals other than I think it's like the orbital vocals. If uh, listeners have heard like Mean Girls or the Mortal Kombat at the end, the song they play. <laughs> um, yeah, we all have. Yeah, if this like it's one of the few like that's a 10 minute. That's a 10 minute rap song. It fucking earned it. That, it's not the I. It's not the most pleasant thing ever. There, it there, is very cool. Is, uh, as you like to say, there's some dicking around. Some dicking around. There's a little some bit dicking, dicking around. Yeah, yeah, but um, I I dig it and like yeah, just between things like rock, you thought at work, the seed, it is just really like, especially for me at the time, like expanded what I thought mm-hmm. thought hip hop could be. Um, and yeah, you know, things like Pussy Galore and Thirsty yeah, aren't, aren't amazing. I don't mind Pussy Galore, but I mean, I don't love it either. But Thirsty was like, yeah, it's like super techno. It's like they're, it is. they're yeah. stab at being techno. Yeah, there's like the fucking like Crystal Method or yeah. Basement Jacks inspired. So like what I really liked about this one as well as the last one, it's like they're no longer just uh, like a jazz group noodling and it's no longer just generic ass hip hop, which I felt like the third album was mm-hmm. uh, they're fine. They're writing these, they're going all over the place. Yeah. The, the production, like, or like I said, like a few albums ago, like they're all, they're, they're doing some crazy shit with the production. Now mm-hmm. it's really interesting to listen to, even if it's not pleasant or super enjoyable, it is definitely fun uh, and crazy. It gets crazy yeah super super fun i felt like it was a very very good step forward in the right direction with experiment experimentation and style not so much in writing writing i think it was weaker than the last one but you know i still liked it still liked it they blew their load on uh on water and thought at work all the lyrics all the musical went on those two things and And then weirdness went everywhere yeah the rest is this kind of it's just it's pretty much a fun record um uh i Kind of don't care for break you off because the guy singing at music, he's just a little too smooth for me. I like the smoothness. I think it works. Interesting. Yeah. It feels like it's supposed to be a sequel to You Got Me. Okay. Also, last thing I'll note is uh, something in the way. Something in the way of things takes a while to get going, but it is fucking crazy. It is cool, and those drums are wonderful. Mind if I? This is gonna be a long podcast. Yeah. This to uh, refresh my uh, memory. I'm yeah. just gonna. Throw that on.
also does take a while to get going though they uh they righted a wrong and they got jill scott on this album did they now that you know she's a name that's fucking horseshit it is it is Is this when they got Captain Kirk Douglas on board? No, no, he's not here yet, but... Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, this is... It takes a while. Yeah, I I remember it now, but... Yeah, I didn't write it down, but I think it's pretty much everything... Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. I don't love it. I don't love anything on here, but I think uh, it's significantly better produced and performed than I think written, in my opinion, personally. But now we are on to 2004's The Tipping Point. This is the first time I've played a track, track one, outside of Organics. Oh, Jesus. A lot of intros. It's got a lot of intros. A lot of intros. And this is like the the second album where streaming it is a bitch. Yeah, so two songs missing. Yeah. I just man sampling this slide in the family stone song. Yeah. Makes sense because one, it's cool above anything else. Yeah. It's cool. And then like as a band, yeah. they can remix it because it's so band oriented. Yeah. So this is a hell of an opening. I like this. This is it's weird. It's not like a high tempo opener. But it's it's just like so fucking solid. Yeah. Could be a motherfucking problem in Philly, Cincinnati, Los Angeles, or Harlem kids call these Killers let the hammers do the talking. Don't even know the meaning of life. Ain't seen a thing and you dream of flooding the scenery with. Yeah, all right, all right, let's talk. Let's talk. Okay, so missing, as we said, missing two songs. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really care for stay cool. Uh, boom is cool. How? I'm the opposite. I love like stay cool and I hate boom. See, this is why you can't cut tracks because different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think. The, the chorus to stay cool is fucking bitching. I think Interest, it's great. Interesting. Man. Um, Overall, I don't like this album. <laughs> this is, I don't want to call it a miss. I think it's still a, an enjoyable album, but it's not, it's not a home run. It's, it's more like a, at base and at, at base. I it, think it's weaker. I think it's weaker than that. I, I like, uh, I like Web a lot. I think it's minimal, but cool. It's mostly drums. Oh, I love Web. It's great. I, I love great. Web. I actually kind of like, uh, was it Dindin Da? I can't even read it. Writing. Dindin Da. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's. It's technically more amazing than it is a good song. It's mostly just beatboxing and sounds and like. Yeah. That's rhythm. like, you know, the, the roots pulling into the hip hop history big yeah. and, and like putting their take on it. It's, it's fun. It's very cool. Um, also, before uh, it gets a little too far away, Boom has like Big Daddy Kane on it. And Big Daddy, Does- <laughs> Big Big Daddy Kane didn't lose a step. That motherfucker could still go on that song. Stop, Kane! Anybody who's watched Times Square will know that. Yeah. So uh, while we were on classic hip hop, continue. Right. 
Uh, Gonzo, John is terrible. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. yes, it is. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care for that. I'm not into I don't care either. I don't care for I don't care. I think that's a fun one. Really? Yeah. I yeah. think I don't care is fun. All right. Balso, don't say nothing. Yeah, for me. Don't say nothing. Let me let me let me explain that track a little bit. That was I think I was disappointed when this album came out because the single was Don't Say Nothing. Uh-huh. So I was like, are we getting some sort of like weird, like electronic matrix driven mm-hmm. roots album? Yeah. No. But it's it's more <laughs> funk driven. It's, it's more way f- more funk soul and RB. Way so- more. That song's a fucking. It's this like an outlier. I think yeah. it's fun, but it doesn't belong on this album. So this is one thing I, I don't like about this album is because uh, the la- the previous two albums were were setting. Well, I keep following this thing like, well, they're setting us up for this, and then they, yeah. they turn to a different thing. Those albums. There wasn't just one style throughout the whole thing. It was like, who knows what the fuck the next song is going to sound like. And mm. I, obviously, I like that very much. This one, it's just mostly R&B. It's mm. mostly soul and funk. It's, yes. It's like yes. it has that uh, that mode throughout the whole thing. And I mean, if you like that mode, it's fine. It's Yeah, but I'm not. It's not for me. I think if it didn't have the, the high energy tracks like, uh, like Boom or... Dada, yeah, like it, it would, it would be dangerously close to a miss for me. But I think for sure because like somebody, somebody's got to do it. Awful! I hate that song. <laughs> it's, it's like I, I get why someone could like it though. Yeah, it's just God. It's just uh, man, I don't know. It just really stuck with me in a bad way. Uh, duck down and like uh, why what's going on? Both, both like. There's just too many clusters of songs I can just never listen to again. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. This this one did not leave a, a very. This one let me down. Yeah, I think it's yeah it's a. I don't mean this as an insult, but I guess it kind of is. It's a weaker phrenology. It's yeah. more funk, like you said, funk and soul bass. It's like I actually wrote this down here too, where where like even though I don't like this one, it already. Uh, kind of solidifies how impossible they are to peg because like yes all right whatever happens happens you don't know what anything's going to sound like so and I, I do like that and obviously I haven't given out uh, any accolades yet so they will yes. do things that I like as, also, as it goes on also yeah outside of that first oh wait oh we might fight yeah we might fight uh oh uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no, I don't think we're going to. F-. And then I was like, no, wait, he hasn't given out words. I have not given out words yet. Ooh. We're going to find out. So, so yeah, yeah. Time to move on. Let's do it. This is 2006's Game Theory. And we will weaken ourselves. Don't say nothing really belongs on this album. Wait, 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 what do you mean? The song, I Don't Say Nothing? Oh, Don't Say Nothing. Belongs on this album. This was the album I thought we were getting. Ah, okay. America's lost somewhere inside of Littleton. 11 million children are on the river. A wild opening track. Yes. Wild. This is... Pilgrim, slave, Indian, Mexican. 
looks real fucked up for you. This is when the roots are like, hey guys, we're just, we're just kind of dark. Dark. That's where we're going to go with this next. Like, they weren't dark for a long time. No, no. They started dabbling in dark and like, this is, this is kind of good. The more they go into dark, it's crazy. Unbelievable. It's crazy. I like would have never called them a dark band yeah. before this podcast. And even though I've heard all these albums, I haven't, and I would never have guessed. Yeah. I just like, yeah, when it's all, all put together. Um, yeah, this to me is an improvement. I think. I think so too. Best album. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Um, I this one on first first listen, I was like, I there's a lot of albums left, but I feel it. This is the best. Like I feel I, it. I forgot how fucking good this album was. Incredible. I, I hadn't listened to it in a long time. Um, I'm going to try to like regularly um, bring it up in rotation. This is yeah. I yeah. I'm not see. I'm not mad at that. I think that's. I think it's it nails so much, and it's it has a an admittedly rough start compared to the rest. Like that's mm-hmm. a weirdly rugged opening track, and then. Uh, What's the song immediately after? Uh, yeah, the title track immediately after, which is also real fucking good. Dude, the drumming on that. It's solid as shit. Fucking great. It's still abrasive, though. Yeah. But then uh, Don't Feel Right, it's not my style. It is not mm. my kind of song. I don't care for that kind of music, but it fucking works. To I me, can't deny that song. To me, this was still like, you got to have a single. Mm. Now, there's less of that from, yeah. from bands. But to me, I think that's like... Some people may have found that misleading, but I think that's a a great single for like setting the table. So that song, it's like I was already appreciating the album for being uh, impossible to predict because mm-hmm. already those three songs are wildly different from each other. I don't like the you know the soulful female vocal styles of Don't Feel Right, but I still like the song. I think it, it works really well with that. And then in the music comes on, and I was in love. I was yeah. in love from that point on, dude. And the music is so it's the evil and yeah. fucking rad, dude. Yeah. And then and then probably my favorite song on the whole album, take it there. Dude, the guitar and the piano. It's so good. It's, it's so good. Fucking, it's so fucking awesome. good. Oh my god. I, I can listen to that song endlessly. Uh and then unfortunately they decided to ruin Here I Come because it was the theme song for Jimmy Fallon forever. Really? And I never watched it, so it wasn't ruined for oh, me. Oh, dude. Like because my mom would have it on so every night it's a good song it is a good song but i just feel like some of the magic was taken away thankfully they changed it uh quest love said it was like kind of like a pressure thing because it's a late night bang you have to work on and learn so many oh yeah so many things what you're capable of doing obviously and it was someone suggested like hey you guys just want to do do that for the theme and they're like dude we're this is such a whole new world like fuck it we know that song yeah like, you're gonna fuck that up yeah, yeah. So, thankfully they changed it though. yeah yeah for sure um and like like uh so it just has a gauntlet of amazing shit as soon as don't feel right comes on because after mm-hmm. ticket there is baby which is like again it it well uh ticket there and in the music are both pretty dark that one it's a little bit funkier a little mm-hmm. bit more grooving um but because of that 
of course, you're going to get on my good side. The pacing, all of a sudden, I'm yes. start, like, I start forgetting that the album is, is has been on for this long. Mm-hmm. So this album was like 50 minutes. Uh, well, also, yeah, their albums are getting shorter. They're getting shorter. The thing is, this album is like 50 minutes, and I thought it ended too soon. Yeah, I would agree with yeah. that. Like, I was... I was swear, dude. I thought I was like, this is like a 30 minute album. And I checked. I was like, this is 50 fucking minutes. But that, I, to me, if you're bad, you rather have that. hundred percent. I don't even want to call it a problem. That's the goal. That's I don't, the goal yeah. to make it feel like you want to hear it. Cause as soon as it was over, I put it on again, like immediately after. Yeah. Cause it didn't feel long enough. Uh, it's paced really, really fucking well. And one thing that I think is a big contributor to that is what, can't stop this. Can't stop this is how long is that one? It's a it's a beefy song. Yeah, it's like eight thirty five. Yeah, yeah. So it's really long. It's a second to last track, and the first half doesn't do much for me. But thing is, to place the experimental stuff in the second half is mm-hmm. just so unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy, and it's this big giant epic fucking thing, right? And then the album closes. With bread and butter, which is fucking impossible <laughs> not to love. It's just fucking you want to just dance to that shit. Yeah. And it's super short. And then you you think there's gonna be more and then That's it ends. It. Yeah. It's a, so it's this weird kind of bait and switch with this big giant crazy experimental thing. You usually expect that to be the closer on an album. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. They end it with something that makes you want to hear everything all over again. Yeah. It doesn't thing is that that's like a that's a really good pacing decision that I've seen fail with albums mm-hmm. or I've heard fail with albums. And it doesn't fail here. No, I, no. Yeah. It is Yeah, I can't believe I forgot how good this album was. Yeah. Um I should I should have said it earlier, but um I think like Questlove was talking about when they did this album, they felt like there weren't any hip hop albums that were reflective of the times. Mm-hmm. So we're in, in 2006 and he's like, no one he's like, it was just very like singy and dancing. There were yeah. like Kanye would occasionally have some songs touching social issues, but he's like, no one was really. And I, yeah, I looked it up in 2000 shit. Or 2000 shit. 2000 shit. Uh, 2006. That was last year. Yeah. 2006 fucking awful for rap music. Well, if you just say the, the, the year 2006 and you say rap next to it, I'm not listening. Primetime Black Eyed Peas. I guess they had socially uh, conscious music, but it was it was fun. It was like it was kumbaya shit. Yeah. What they were doing. Fucking chameleon air. Uh, <sighs> No disrespect to Timberland, but he's a very, very fun artist. Not for me. Busta Rhymes was doing things like touch it. And then <laughs> fucking the the king of 2006, Laffy Taffy. I want to die. That's you what, say all those things to me. I want to fucking die. That's what, I'll never listen to that shit. Yeah, that's like, what that's, was. Yeah, that's what was going on. And they're like, no, we need hip hop. That's reflective of the it, times. It's not just reflective it's musically ambitious it is it lands with pretty much everything the only the my weakest song here is long time and i don't even like dislike that song yeah like this is really fucking good uh i knew kind of that nothing was going to top this for me mm-hmm. but then i still found stuff later on that i would like a lot but th- this is like i don't know there's something really special about it where it's really experimental but still super accessible because a lot of it is still so damn hooky yeah like the the dark stuff is still like you kind of it 
You can bob your head to it still. It's, yeah, still, it's yeah. not. It's not so far in the in the direction of experimental where uh, everything feels too brainy or too uh, pretentious. Yes, it's nothing like that. Yeah, it's still it's still fucking solid hip hop. And then I guess to close it out, I was too lazy to look it up, but I remember when this came out. And if I remembered wrong, I'm sure I'll fucking hear about it. Um, Atonement was like down to the wire because it's a fucking radiohead sample ah and it went like it went down to the wire and they got permission for it the day before they started pressing it so before so that almost did not end up on the album i like the song very good song it's hard to picture the album without it god damn that's scary when you really think about the game they're playing like the Uh, playing with copyright stuff is like such a fucking like oh god it's gonna work yeah and like not, I mean, no one could have known what streaming would become, but yeah, you see that with like dipping point and yeah, tracks they, being removed. They get removed because of samples. So it's a damn shame. It's a fucking shame. But this is my my best, and I think everyone should listen to it now. Uh, moving on. This is uh, 2008 Rising Down. I love this song. Really? I do. I think it's, it's fucking cool. Not bad. I like the guitar. I like the, the hello, hello. Most deaf is on it. Like, I don't love it. I don't really care. As an opening, especially as an opening track. I skipped it, but I think it's the, the intro. The intro made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because that's a real conversation. A real conversation. Yeah. I guess I'll wait until this. Yeah, I think this is just a fucking rad. musically, lyrically. That intro. Yeah, so, so, that's, so it's like the the what is it, it's the manager. Yeah, from like 1994, mm-hmm. they're like getting into it with their manager yeah. at Geffen. Um, also, I think I skipped over that. They had like a falling out with Geffen. Mm-hmm. And so Game Theory was like their first album on Def Jam. Oh, okay. okay. But to uh, Geffen's, um, you know, it's them getting into it. But, you know, they they listen to the roots and basically the crux of that argument they were like you can't just fucking sign us to your label and expect us to care you need to sign artists like us so mm-hmm. we can all work together mm-hmm. and and push forward like like <clears throat> quest love and and black thought they they had a vision and they're like we need other people to execute and so you know like they got into it, but like Geffen Records came through. They signed Common. They signed Most Def. They signed Slum Village. Mm-hmm. So, hey. good on them. Good on them. Yeah. By the way, worst album, dude. Yeah, you're so fucking wrong. I hate this album. I think this, this one. This one compar- coming off the last one, I was like, come on, come the fuck on. I what defend this shit, please? This I album almost has Mike hates. Mike hates it. Written. All I over almost it. gave this best. Oh! 
I almost skated, <laughs> and I wish I I wish I did so oh we could argue. Oh my god! I like how I like the the oh, that title track. Fucking killer! Get I, busy's badass, dude. Get busy, except for this guy who who will continue to pop up on albums. I don't like this guy, uh, Petey Petey. Oh wait, 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 which which voice is he? He's like the that that with a baseball bat. Oh, okay, I. His, I, uh, whatever, but I love how dirty and grimy that is. Um, what I'm just kind of going in order. Go okay. Ahead. 75 bars this week. I hate because it because we had thought at work. We have web those yeah. things. Awesome. Yeah. Great energy, great drums, but that baseline, ugh. Oh, I don't ugh. It's not even the baseline. It's his rhyming because some of these are pretty rough. Hat. Uh, you're like 75 bars let's do it let's bring the ruckus yeah and he spends half the track maybe more rhyming things with mister or you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that split it's this everything ends with that word and i'm like you're better than this (laughs) (laughs) are you telling a black man that he's better than something are you you telling what he can be huh what's wrong with you but that shirt off damn it (laughs) but yeah i'm like one half the 75 bars you're rhyming every sentence ends with the same word i feel cheated especially from someone you know uh, actually what did they what who was it was it boogie down i think it was boogie down productions yeah where they did that he did that in that long ass song yeah the the nine djs was it nine djs yeah so he starts rhyming like a full two verses with the same word like over and over again i get it it's really it's grading it's for sure grading i like singing man you like singing man sing a song for me singing man okay 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 no no answer me this who's singing that who's singing that that chorus i'm going because he's he's around a lot i'm gonna guess it's dice raw and let me double check dice raw because dice raw yeah dice raw is like their go-to pretty much from go-to bad singer is that is that who he is because he has a horrible voice and he sings a lot he has a lot of range and it's not always successful dude his voice it did it's not that he's not hitting the right notes. There's something about his actual, the actual tone of his voice that really drives me fucking crazy. I hate the sound of his voice. Damn. I really don't like it. Uh, and that song is just one example of that. Uh, also, I will not apologize. It's just, uh, uh, I will say it's apologize. Okay. Damn it. Please for that song. I don't hate it. I'll say it's okay though. Okay. So, this album is the beginning of a trend that I really, really do not like that they started doing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and what's that? It felt it felt below them, as as, as one way to put it. Uh, really emphasizing uh, choruses and main hooks that repeat. Mm-hmm. And it what it felt usually like usually by Dice Raw. It's but it's not only him. It's mm. it, he's definitely one guy who does it a lot. But it what it felt like it was it felt like a very pop music type thing where they need to sell a hook, not necessarily a song. Mm-hmm. Whereas the last album, specifically the last album, oh, yeah. it was like they're just making crazy music. To this, me, this this feels like we're trying to sell singles here. We're trying to sell hooks. Keep keep the song in your head. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna repeat this chorus a million fucking times. And it does it on almost every song here. And the next few albums, it's going to keep doing it on almost every song. Um, 
you don't like rising up. I like rising up. I get that for me. It's not for me. That's what I'll say. It's just not for me. Getting that paper like John Travolta did it. I think it's super fucking fun. Like the drumming on that is is great. And then I got I got to talk about uh, the bonus track that was the single, but it they were right to cut it. It does not fit. Birthday girl, yes, (laughs) birthday girl. One of the sleaziest. It's like. It's It's about statutory rape. It sounds like it's like his alibi. (laughs) It sounds like, listen, man, it happened to anyone with all that grown lady ass. And then I don't know if you've seen the music video, but as a as a young man, that music video has Sasha Gray in it. Ah, like it. The music video looks like shit. Like the film quality is not great, but it's kind of funny. Like all, it's her birthday, girl. Um, and then. All these sleazy dudes start coming in. Yeah. And they all have phallic presence and she gets on her knees and the camera's like from like POV. Yeah. yeah. And they're holding it like they're dicks and yeah. she's like unwrapping. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking stupid. As a as a young man who who needed Sasha Gray all like more daily. Off, yeah. Daily. Yeah. Minimum minimum 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, hey, hey, what's the problem here? That, that song, it's cut, like musically, it is charming mm-hmm. in like a weird, uh, not, uh, like it's radio super indie rock poppy, kind of, yeah. super poppy. It's not for me, and I, I think I it's mean, actually not for a lot of people. This is it's a really. I, weird I mean, it has the Fallout Boy singer on it, so and it it his voice is not the best no, but it, it it is catchy it mm-hmm. will stick in your head and boy did it stick in my fucking head and i can't even say it's like awful it's just it's what it is it's poppy radio stuff it's like also this time spotify fucked up and spotify does not have birthday girl spotify does not have that that's interesting interesting that they okay. that's also a, a case with like one of the wipers albums spotify just nonsensically didn't have one track mm-hmm. i don't i don't understand I mean, that it, it is a bonus track and i Here, think yeah it's not it is bonus i think it w- was smart that it doesn't doesn't really like i just don't know where you put this song in the album so it's smart to include it as a birthday track also oh, sorry bonus track yeah, right. i'm still <laughs> thinking birthday track still thinking about sasha like, gray opening up those presents damn right but unwritten come on like it's okay. all the, it's it does it's, what so many other songs in here do which is like it it's really drives into the ground that chorus thing it's out of i will say it's out of place but it's it's a minute 20 i can't like okay fair enough uh so here's my my actual defense i definitely see people liking this album i get it but oh heavy rotation for me back in the i day. bet heavy it, rotation it's not even the, i think the actual instrumentation and the music part of this is actually pretty good mm-hmm. the the really it's it's like it's forcing upon me mm-hmm. these choruses and hooks these specific hooks that repeat a, like a really weirdly large amount of times on every song and every single one of those hooks i hate Every single one of those hooks, I can't stand those fucking hooks. Uh, and it's not like I said before; it, they're going to keep doing this for for a while longer and a few more albums. Uh, and I was kind of trying to like, do I hate them that much? Do I because like I like them? <laughs> do, do I really hate it? And I listened to all these albums again, and I'm like, no, the ones on this album specifically really fucking piss me off. 
It's a weird album to hate, Mike. I really hate it. It's a I really hate weird it. fucking album to hate. I'll listen to it above Adelph um, Half Life for sure. I think it's easier to get through. I think it like again. I still like the music. It's not as boring. There's more things happening, but it's like it's like it's like, it's like an album made for Mike to hate it. Like, it just feels okay. like this weird. Yeah. Th- like I don't know. Maybe this one should be least favorite. The other one should be worst. Yeah. Maybe. But in terms of like what I think is good writing and mm. good production and good uh, arrangement, I feel none of it here. I obviously I disagree. Right. I. I putting my shit up for why i think this uh awesome album there it is <laughs> they couldn't get more of a disagreement here but now we're on to 2010s how i got over i think this is when i started like getting i don't want to say disillusioned with them but how do you mean I think like my excitement for the band is kind of yeah dwindled. That's a good way to put it. I think this is a fucking great song. It's a solid. It's a solid song. I like the Truman Show. I actually like that hook. That vocal hook I think is real good. Yeah. One of uh, Dice Rod's better performances. Yeah. Also, they're friends with someone who's just named Porn. Like. I, like, how do you Google him? That's like the worst thing to have. Worst thing. Last place in the race, I ain't never led. Like, I ain't never bled. Time to get up out of bed. Serving in the army of one, it's on again. Also, they they felt like they were going too, too sample heavy. So they're like, this needs to be a return of, like, instrument. The liveness. Yes, yes. It's a good track. It's good. Yeah. Um, I just I don't think it's gonna win anybody over. It's a it's a fine album. It's an okay album. Uh, obviously, I like it more than the one before it, but it's not by much. Also, personally, I'm like they cranked out like five. To me, that's like golden era roots. Those five previous albums. Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're allowed to to not not hit a home run personal personally that's how i felt about the last one absolutely i feel like this is like the end or that last one was like the end of an era now we're on to a new i felt like game theory was the end of an era i really did it it honestly like as listening to the listening to them in order like that it felt like such a huge departure because like all the experimentation of game theory was like all of a sudden from that from that point it was like a a hard stop Mm -hmm. from the last album onward it's this kind of uh and the reason my my one citation is the emphasis on the chorus it's here as mm-hmm. well as we heard yeah. on I walk, uh, alone. walk alone which is cool i like that hook it does it again in every song every song i was disappointed i walk alone was not the batista theme <laughs> i can't imagine that giant monster coming out to something that mellow because yeah his song's also called i walk alone oh is it yeah um there's also a TSO song called Walk Alone, which I think is very good. Uh, let's not talk about punk. This has nothing to do with that. Uh, Dear God 2.0. It's not bad, but I'm not a fan of those vocals. I don't know. Once again. I don't know if there's any artist that can do a song where they're talking to God, where it's not cheesy. It's just... Looking at you, Kanye. It's a trap. It's a trap, and I don't know... I don't know if anyone can overcome it. 
Yeah. Also, it's like the, the, the musical equivalent of uh, shouting to the heavens during a thunderstorm. Yeah. Like, like that has in movies or whatever. I will say uh, I do like uh, he asked God, why is the world ugly if you made it in your image? Like, yeah, I, yeah. That's some good thought provoking a- stuff. And then on the flip side, out of context, very funny. Wait, what, what, what? Another another lyric. lyric out of context. If you took it out of context, if everything's made in China, are we Chinese? It's a good question. We need to think, we need to think about that in the next ten years when we're <laughs> owned. Well, that's what he. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why he said it. And exactly. Like, but it's just, out of context. It's very funny. confusing, yeah. especially when the black guy is saying it. It's fucking even better. Uh, I like Radio Days a lot. Radio Days song. Blue is like one of the most underrated rappers ever i like his verse mm. a lot um so what another thing that this album does a lot uh it's an extension of the last time what i felt like really leaning into those sung vocals a lot of sung vocals a lot of guest spots a lot of like i said regurgitating regurgit- regurgitating myself at this point uh re- repeating of the choruses really trying to make it that chorus stick in your head the only track that i think it works really well on that i like is the title track interesting i felt like that was a little too too poppy for me it's poppy but i felt like that was the one exception i had to this whole rule i guess that i have of hating these really repetitive courses my favorite song on this Mm -hmm. uh right now uh let me play some of that right now or right on or right on sorry i yep that's uh that's joanna newsome right yes go on real i'm just gonna play a little bit of it They sample her, and I just think. Musically, and like her voice, fucking awesome. Like, she has one of the most polarizing voices in indie music, I think. I didn't know that. Yeah, people hate her voice, and I can hear why. I can't, because especially I was listening to some other albums earlier today. And there's one track I can't wait to talk to you about. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I like this song a lot. And I, I was actually surprised that I wasn't annoyed by her voice. Mm-hmm. But I like Joanna News. But I don't really, I don't, I never really did a deep dab on her. But Neither have I, but yeah. I might after yeah, that. She plays a gigantic harp. Uh, she's pretty well, creative. Yeah, you could hear the harp. On yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve Albini did like a bunch of her albums. Um, and she has a very interesting voice. It's very abrasive like that. Uh, it's a lot less. It's not smooth. It's not as smooth on her albums as it is here. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay, okay. Because um, yeah, I don't think there's anything abrasive about that. It can be pretty abrasive. It has that kind of um, you know how you know the parts of Nutrimilk Hotel that you hated the most, where he gets really. <laughs> she strange? does that. She does that a lot. Mm. Um, but I still think it's a good song. Uh, where which is the one I was going to talk about? Patty Crash on the day is. A little much. Okay. A little much. That's who I wanted to talk about. I didn't realize she was on this album. I neither neither did I until the second listen. I actually looked it up. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, what song? What's sorry? The song you're talking about is later on. Yeah, but what song are you talking? This is the day. The day. Oh yeah, there she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This Uh, is this is a rough one. This one where Joanna's really kind of nasally high-pitched thing works for me mm-hmm. it's the same type of thing kind of but i feel is really really bad <laughs> her voice 
is wild. It's weird. And I went back and forth if I like it or do hate. you like it or hate it? I can hate it sometimes, yeah. but for the most part, I like her voice. I don't. Here's I hate it on that song. Okay. I don't think I'll hate it all the time. It really depends. I don't know why there it pisses me off so much. It's weird. Put it on. We're, 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 we're teasing it too much. I know. We also featuring Blue and uh, oh. Fo- Fontaine of uh, Little Brother, who's again underrated, dude. Mm-hmm. When I wake up, I look into the mirror. Okay, I like her. Can see a clear. I like her voice here. But when we get to another album, holy holy shit. So it probably doesn't sound sound that bad to anyone listening. And you know why I hate it? Why? I'm going back to my original argument. It repeats a fucking million times. Okay. And that's that's the thing. That's my, my main gripe with this whole style that they've fallen into of really repeating these choruses. It's not that they're bad originally. It's that they repeat so much and they're sampled. So they're not, it's not like variations of that hook. It's Mm -hmm. just the same hook over and over again. So a voice like that, doing that like four times in one song really starts to get fucking nerves after a while. I I can't do it. I can't. I hate it. I hate that song. I really fucking hate it. Oh, do I got some uh, troubling news for you, sir? Oh boy. Also, uh, I got to restart iTunes. Um, That's being stupid. Being stupid. Something I have not talked about that you don't get with streaming is the from organics. Yeah. The track numbering is the number of like what song they've done. So like now, like these tracks are like numbered like 137. Why? Why? I don't know. I think it's fucking cool though. It's, so like when it is you, interesting. Yeah. So when you buy the albums, it's not one, two, three, four. It's like 128 to uh, 141. That's interesting. That's confusing. It's also, a cool idea to really archive it like that, but it's very confusing to read it. And, and yeah, it lets you know like how many like fucking tracks they've I'm gonna say tracks because there's fucking intros. Yeah, there's a lot of non-songs. So that's something you don't really get with streaming. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm ready. Okay, uh, wait, 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 wait. You found it? I found it. Oh, I guess, I guess another thing we don't like on this show is sequels to songs. Oh, yeah. Web 2020. It's not bad. Um, oh, oh, 2.0, you mean? Is it 2.0 or, or 2020? No, it's 2020. You're right. Um, I'm for like the electronic spazziness of it, but it's just, yeah, it's not web. It's no, no, it's not as good. And then hustler. Holy shit. What a awful closer that felt like. Hey, you know, everyone's doing the auto tune thing. Yeah, we we can auto tune a baby, baby crying. (laughs) If this it doesn't work, I think it's one of those things where it's like it's a cool idea, maybe. But not in execution. Yeah, I, I do appreciate that you got, you kind of have to make those mistakes and try. Uh, I don't understand it being a closer. It's like a, it's a really weirdly uneventful. I don't even think it should be. On. I don't think it should be on the album either. Yeah. But like to also close it is is a very strange thing. Uh, yeah, the whole thing is like I also don't think doing it doing it again is okay. But 
I don't know if I said it, but this kind of feels like a hangover. Like, what do you mean? Like they went, they were like having fun. They went dark and angry. And this is um, just like, I have a headache. I'm hungover. Uh-huh. I'm at work, guys. We're going to get through it. Right. We're like, going to get through it. So, yeah, uh, it really, the whole thing, uh, it bumped me up because I still, like, I, for the most part, I still dig the music aspect, mm-hmm. but it screams radio play. Like, the, which those, is weird. The, those hooks really scream, like, play this song on the radio so everyone can remember it. Which is weird because I think they kind well, yeah, they, they like knew who they were at this point. Yeah. And like they were on the Tonight Show, so it's just like they know they aren't going to get like radio play the way you know. But hearing these songs, even though I don't like them, I mm-hmm. don't understand why not. Like, there's way worse shit on the radio than this. Oh yeah, no, no, I agree. And and it does exactly what those things do. It's like it, it's a hook that we will stay in your head for a fucking long time. Mm-hmm. Like all these songs have that. They make sure of it. They repeat it a lot. God damn. Uh, but yeah, once again. This is where the, the point that discography was like, oh, okay, I guess I don't like the band that much. I like those few albums, but, but wait, there's there more. more. There's two more. We got a couple more. So this is 2011's Undone. This is fucking cool. Like when autumn yeah. Leaves. Yeah. Oh, this is a fucking rad song. It's just a rad fucking album. Uh, another album I almost gave gave best. Really? Yeah. Sleep to dream. Also, we've been getting shorter and shorter albums. I love that, like, they decided to do a fucking concept album and it's like 30 minutes. It's short. It's just this is real short. More Confusing. more concept albums should be thirty minutes. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm gonna do one. Don't you worry. Some yak bad dreams got me losing sleep. I'm dead tired. My mind playing tricks. To see a face in the glass. It's a good fucking song. It is a good song. Um, so the concept. Yeah, what, I didn't. I didn't read about the concept. But, uh, what is it? It is about a fictional character named Redford Stevens. And they fucking start at the end of his life. Hence, I skipped it, but it starts with the flatlining. And then that's why we get sleep, because it's him going into death on sleep. Works backwards from there. Um, Just about, you know, a guy going from like an innocent kid to, you know, drug dealer, murderer, and then losing it all yeah um it's weird it's not like the most original idea we've you know you could think of this isn't scarface but like the same idea applies to scarface but like the way the shit is executed i like it and don't like it interesting yeah so i still have the same problems with it for the most part with like these courses are really fucking getting out of hand they're really doing this but i it works for me in a lot of areas. Like make my, I think I, I wrote wrote it down. Like they're still doing mm-hmm. the fucking chorus thing. However, it's real nice. It's real nice. I felt like it was less here. It is less here because I think this by the nature of it being shorter. Yeah. And also this is one like the dividends of being the tonight show band pays off because 
it's like they they're like this isn't our job anymore Mm -hmm. our job is the tonight show yeah they're like if this bombs or we can't tour yeah like it's no like big deal it's not a big deal They'll eat again. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we're set. So I'm fucking, I'm glad that you were like, oh shit, we can you just do what we want. Yeah. I still felt like they weren't going far enough. Like, here's the thing. And we, we obviously have to talk about the last handful of tracks because it takes such a huge departure and I feel it's done sloppily. I feel really? like they just, I, they just tack it on at the end. It's not dispersed within the album. We're talking about cinematic and uh, orchestral mm-hmm. elements, full on orchestral. Oh yeah, it's a it's a suite. It's a suite. Yeah, and I, a suite tacked on at the end of a full fledged hip hop album feels uneven. It feels un, unbalanced. I think it's a bold choice. I almost, I I kind of agree with you. Like. If it was the opener instead, if it was the opener would have been real good. It would have been really blindsiding and it would have turned people off. But it would have been fucking bold and cool. I think it would have should have been dispersed evenly interludes. Something. Really? I think I, it would have helped the flow of this fucking thing. I kind of like it as one full, like it's, one full. I love the suite. The suite is great. I wish the whole album was the suite. Honestly. Also, I don't like his fucking name, but I got like stuff. Just Stevens. some good writing. That's some good riffs to do there. I've been told a lot to listen to that guy. I don't, I get, I get it. He's a great writer. He's a great writer. I'm not, he's not my bag of type of guy to listen to. I got to give him some fucking tr- credit here though. Yeah. That's fucking, it's lovely. I'm just going to search shit for having that name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also he, he does some, actually some pretty, uh, lyrically really amazing things for sure. Mm-hmm. That dude is actually. Uh, I don't want to listen to his music, but I gotta fucking yeah, give it up. But <clears throat> to me, it's like it's like every concept album where it's like you got to sit down and listen to it. Yeah, a number of times. So okay, man, there's just so many of these fucking hooks and choruses and vocal lines. Like, I think I would really like Lighthouse. I don't like. I don't like that. that I like the that s- chorus, dude. It. I would like it. If it weren't for the course, I like the synth stuff, but yeah, I feel like exactly the soundscapes. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like Dice Raw is leaning into like the Fallout Boy vocals. It it kind yeah. of felt like, hey, we we like kind of tapped into something with Birthday Girl. Maybe we could like go. B- no, 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 no. At least not for us. Cool uh, on is nice, funky, like the middle of the dude's life obviously is like where it peaks peaks and that makes sense he's a successful um so as much as i think these songs probably individually are better than anything on on the last one and in my opinion the one before it as well uh there's something about the predictability of it where i swear to god dude first listen yeah. i predicted every single song and how it would go and i was like you're a crazy the only, person. The only thing that came out of the left field was the suite. I was yeah. like, all right, well, that already puts it way above the rest for me. But I think, like, like uh, I remember, I love the strings in it. The strings are gorgeous. I think it doesn't say the song for me. I think it's the weakest song on really. That. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not gonna defend it. I do like the strings in it. Uh, and I think it's, the bridge and tip the scale is fucking great. But the rest of the song let me mm-hmm. down. Uh, I really like stomp. Stomp. Put it on. Wait, wait. Oh. Refresh my memory. Refresh Stomp my memory. Is uh, 
featuring our friend Porn. Mm. Okay, yeah, this is a fun one. Yeah. I think this is the song where the dude, like, commits his first murder, too. So it's like... This, this is the one. Did I not write it down? the fuck is wrong with me this is the one where we're, this is song was everywhere i don't know where i heard it but i really? heard it everywhere sorry oh shit i didn't mean to do that i was just trying to click around whatever I've, whatever we got we got, we got the gist. yeah what was it featured in it had to have been featured in something i i feel like i've heard that a lot in my life that had to have been like some kind of movie or big hit or something yeah also like i said i, I kind of got a little like dissolution with the roots and i remember this like came out and i what I listened to it like a few times mm-hmm. and I didn't like, I didn't have the, the love for it that I have now where like something, something clicked about it. Um, also uh, to reference the Sufja Stevens track uh, Redford that uh, for sure. I've heard that a million times too. That had to have been featured in commercials or movies or something. Cause that's, that's really, a, that's a hook I've heard. A lot. I guess when you got friends at NBC, yeah, yeah, you can get your music in. That's true. That's true. And it's like not like those don't apply. Like when I hear Stomp, that sounds like yeah, I, I would see that in a, in a, uh, a commercial of some sort. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The Redford sounds like it would be in a very dramatic scene in a movie. Uh, very p- obviously, it's just piano, but whatever. Um, I'm getting all fucking tongue tied. But yeah, I think also part of me was like, well, they don't like tour as much. So like, like, why should I put my energy into, into this? Mm-hmm. Even though that's kind of stupid because it's like, I listen to bands that don't exist anymore. Yeah. But, um, I think this was like the last around this album was like the last time I saw them live. Mm-hmm. I, and it was weird because um, everyone was dressed up nice. I'm like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is going on? Yeah. I just bought tickets. Is this like yeah. a nice event? What is Yeah. But yeah, it's like a Grammy, like they're oh. Grammy. I didn't fucking know. The, like, I'm just there in a fucking like sleep shirt and <laughs> basketball shorts, <laughs> flip flops. <laughs> I wish I wore basketball shorts, but uh, that was a fucking that was like the first time I felt like I saw like the roots, like headline mm-hmm. fucking full capacity. Yeah. Like this, them fucking killing it mm. uh, because his Grammy party, there was like guest. I don't know why I don't remember who else was there. I do remember Shaggy was there. So I got to see, I got to see Shaggy do it. Wasn't me. Oh, because of the you can die happy now. I can die happy. Also, I thought this man, this man was irrelevant. Fucking the the gold chains. This man. You don't know if that was real. You don't know if those are real. You haven't seen his neck after. It could be green. He could have rent. He could have rented them. Could have rented them. He could have borrowed them. Rent some gold. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know when I'm going to talk about Shaggy again. So hopefully never. <laughs> How many uh, albums does he have? Oh is God! He dead? No, don't request. <laughs> don't request Shaggy, please. Uh, so this is like by this album, I was like, they're just repeating song structures and formulas, and it feels very like I, like, I, like I said, I could predict every, every song, and I was like, okay, they're a pop band. It feels like oh, they're, that's it makes way more sense when you just look at look at them through that lens. That's so interesting. You feel. 
Cause I don't like, I, I don't. Yeah. Like it makes sense when you describe it to me and your point of view and knowing you, I, yeah. I get what you're saying, but it's just like, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I think for casual music listeners, uh, but the, just the vast majority of anybody who can just not people who aren't fucking batshit crazy like me who analyze everything to, to yeah. their own detriment. This is fine. This is a fine album. But also that's why people are listening to podcasts. Also, yes. Yes. Like you pro everyone listening is probably going to like this album. Uh, because you're not going to be listening to the, you're not going to be looking at the songs as a blueprint. Mm -hmm. When I hear songs, I typically like, okay, it's going to go here, it's going to go here. I can, if I can predict it, I'm already, I've already lost interest. They're fine songs. They're all fine. And like I said, the only thing that really got me off, caught me off guard, was that sweet. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. all right, I like that they can still go weird. It's not yes. experimental weird in the way they they've done before, but <clears throat> it is definitely doing something I wasn't uh, expecting. So. Out of the three, the last three that we've covered, I do like this one the most. What else? Have, oh, no, I think we're... I know you think Rising Down is the, is the better. This is real. This is real good, though. Yeah. And also, it like solidifies that they're not... They're known for The Tonight Show. They're known for like fun songs like The Seed. Yeah. But they are a dark fucking band. They are a dark band. And guess what, folks? We're going to get darker. We're on the last album. Yes. Their most recent album, not their last album. Uh, here we go, man. This one is another pain in the ass to listen to streaming. There's songs missing and mismatched. If you're on Spotify, it's probably a little bit harder, but we're going to, we'll get into it. This we'll is get into it. 2014s and then you shoot your cousin. And these are some polarizing Patty Crash vocals. Indeed. Dude, she she comes in so hard, but I think the fact that she eases off makes it okay for me. Very cinematic. This part. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. If someone said I fucking hate it, I don't blame them. I like them. She, I like them. Here. I feel like she reels it in here. She sure does. I like it on this. Yeah. I think it's a fucking cool track regardless. I think it's a great song. Yeah. Also, we skipped the intro, but it's also hard to hear the intro, oddly enough. Oh, it's, um... Did I even fucking... It's theme from the middle of the night by Miss Nina Simone. Yeah. Which I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful, dude. It makes me. You gotta wait for for Blackfoot to come yeah. in once. It makes me wish Nina Simone didn't have a fat discard. Ah, uh, gotcha. Because gotcha, I gotcha. think that would be like a fucking real interesting artist to to get into and dissect. But yeah, like musically, it's so, it's changed like three or four times. This is insane. This is. It's, first of all, it's fucking creepy. It is. Also, this, this is supposed to be a fucking sat a fucking satire album, but it's so dark. It is so dark. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, we're gonna yeah, we gotta we gotta cut it. This holy shit. So I mean, I guess we're in agreement here. Personal favorite. Oh no, I did mine already with phrenology. You didn't say that. I did. No. I said this is my personal favorite because it's the first album I bought. 
You, you just said it was the first album you bought. I didn't hear a personal favorite. I thought I said personal favorite. You're out of your fucking mind. This is, I almost get this best. I fucking love this album. I'm not mad at that. I, th- I, I can see it. And also, we drank Fago before this. So I'm going to blame it on Fago. <laughs> if I did not, I could s- be wrong. I'll double check. Who cares? But if I didn't say it, I apologize. I thought I thought I did. Okay, I will not apologize. I will not apologize. <laughs> this is a great, great album, dude. I was so beaten and defeated by the end of Undone because I was like, they're just a pop band. They're doing this formula. I can call every song before it even comes on, and then this thing comes on. This mm-hmm. whole album is one left turn after another this is in this is not accessible i'll tell you that no and again it goes back to having the security of being the the tonight show yeah bad because same thought process if it flop also like i love that they called themselves the legendary roots crew before they were legendary and they this made them by saying it over and over they made themselves legendary i bet that has not worked for a lot of people (laughs) same but i think even if they didn't have the tonight show i like i think people this like know these guys are so fucking like they can do anything and they really do everything here. So, uh, what is it? When the, when the people cheer the baselines, it's like a regular song or not a regular song. It's a stupid way to put it. It is a standard, not mind blowing riff mm-hmm. with the incredible baseline that really fucking just like it, it, without the baseline, it would be fine mm-hmm. with the baseline. It's amazing. Uh, and like for seemingly no reason you got the devil dude the devil holy shit it's so weird also these the songs that are missing are from other artists yeah missing streaming yeah so like i'm on the album i think they just sampled parts of them but you can i'm not gonna name them all or maybe i will uh that's by mary lou williams yeah you can kind of make a playlist but i think listening to the full versions of the song just fucking i don't know it adds this interesting layer mm-hmm. to the album that i i don't even know what to compare it to because they can't yeah. think of a an example so but when that song came on i was immediately sold because i i'm secretly 150 years old i love ragtime and i love barbershop quartets and guess what that one was buddy it's a barbershop quartet of that song hell yeah dude it's so unexpected i was never expecting a fucking barbershop dude <laughs> like, ridiculous but it's so good uh black rock okay hold on i need a second i need okay. a second to talk about take that, that song. second take a sip of fago if you uh. i will not i will not go to diabetic shock black rock that intro does think it gives me fucking chills like the rest of the song is, is nothing like that intro put on that intro please gladly Blood. it just feels so fucking haunting in a way um, I gotta sing you some Mad Lib shit. Is it like this? Yeah. I love it. Right. Yeah. This is fucking gorgeous. I love that, that audio quality. Yeah, and then it. if this turns into this, like, funky... Yeah. I don't want to say... And then it's fucking badass. Yeah. That piano, man. Schoolhouse Rock piano. It's a little like, like I can imagine that piano being a Schoolhouse Rock. To reference uh, an old Simpsons episode, I think that's Piani. Piani. It's not piano. On this album, it's 
Piani. Um, yeah, just a fucking great song. So oh, one really crazy song that I thought I was not going to like, because the first half I was like, all right, it's kind of uh, the coming. Interesting. I, the the production is spectacular. Even on the like, it starts out as like a, a female song, kind of like dramatic, edgy, mm-hmm. kind of dark, you know, song. Uh, but the, there's these weird vocal effects, uh, ambiently in the background that kind of, I don't know what it is about them that make it feel a little, just a little bit darker, a little bit uglier, a little bit scarier. And then the second half, it just goes, it goes great, ape shit, full mm-hmm. on experimental, full crazy. Uh, and that was like, oh man, it was like it was like a fucking hug. Like you, Mike, you sat through all these albums where you you, you felt it was, getting, it was getting basic and very predictable. All of a sudden, we're crazy again, and we're doing some shit that you haven't heard before, especially by anyone, not just by them. Mm-hmm. Also, it's uh, it's very interesting to hear you talk about this because I've experienced like half their albums, maybe a little more, in like real time. Mm-hmm. So pun intended, I got to see this all like develop organically. Uh, so it's like very, very interesting to, to yeah. hear you who like consumed it in like two weeks yeah, or whatever. Weeks. Yeah. Uh, so the, the main takeaway, one of the main, there's many takeaways, but one of the main takeaways, uh, the really old cinema feel that they're, that they're going with here. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not. It's cinematic, but old cinema, old mm-hmm. horror movies, you know, 1950s st- type of cinema. And that is really not done that much. No. And I love it. I think it's fucking great. I think a real, like, bold move, uh, the Dark Trinity, like, mm-hmm. I'm yep. like, this is something a fucking indie band would do, not, yeah. you know, a hip hop group. I it's, like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. It has a lot of that. That old, those, those really... I can't because when I say horror movie strings, you think of like the 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 dissonant uh, non notes, you mm-hmm. know, where it's just like they're kind of just not they're not holding any notes, they're just kind of hitting all the strings and making like squeaks. Mm-hmm. That's not what I mean. I mean like Psycho, the movie Psycho strings, oh, yeah, like that yeah. type of horror movie strings. That you, there's a lot of that on that song and on the album, but specifically that song. Um, it's super diverse, really exciting. Uh, I think the writing is still lacking compared to some of the stuff we've heard in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the arrangements and the presentation and the production is so crazy and unexpected that it kind of compensates. One example, my example of that is the unraveling or it's kind of closing dr- track, right? Huh? Closing track, right? No, 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 no. It's a uh, second, the second to last. Track. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's super, I think it's the second to last track. Um, Yes, yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's really, really dramatic to the point of like, oh God, Jesus. Okay, <laughs> uh, but it's produced uh, like the first of all, the piano is done really well. But like the, the, the subtle sounds that just kind of pop in and out, it's engaging. Mm-hmm. Even though I think the, the writing is dramatic and kind of like over too far in the dark and edgy territory, it's it still works. But the reason I think it works as a as a whole and as a as a pacing choice to put it there is because the album ends with tomorrow, which it, is the most happy. It feels so yeah. good. Yeah, they've they've been toiling in the dark for a while. They can't they can't fucking leave you there it's like so if the album had ended with the unraveling i would have had like a kind of a bitter taste in my mouth because like mm. okay they they went full dark and they ended there but from a pacing standpoint it kind of 
leads it's dark and dark and dark until it gets to the darkest point which is the, the unraveling and then tomorrow is just the fucking loveliest awesome you again <laughs> it's like uh it's like bread and butter from game theory yeah as soon as it's over i want to hear everything all over again it's yeah. like it's just they know how to fucking end albums to where you you want more i i fucking love this i was so happy that this album was this good i could not have foresaw that i'm glad you you saw the light yeah it's just so weird <laughs> also i will i will say this was i don't know why i neglected this album when it came out i think what else was going i don't know what i was going what was going on that year but i think i listened to it i was just like there's a lot going on here this warrants a few listens at least and yeah i think i just made the mistake of doing it like in the car or whatever so please like sit down and listen to this album this is not a yeah this is their most experimental album since game uh game Game theory yeah uh and not even like by a lot Mm -hmm. it is so much more experimental again the one reason i didn't give this best is because it's not accessible like in that <laughs> like there's a barbershop quartet song on here it's not for everyone and the the really the cinematic stuff i feel like if you're too young it's gonna completely go over your head mm-hmm. like because i mean i still have that like where i grew up with some of those old movies a lot like if you have parents that that were into that stuff you're gonna you're gonna get that so it's kind of like comforting it's in a, a, in a weird absolutely way yeah. is in a really weird kind of almost morbid way because this is a, still a really fucking dark album also they named it after a krs1 lyric oh is that is that what it's from i because i didn't understand the context of this this title at yeah and uh step into a world he says something about shooting your cousin so nothing on our our friends boogie down productions but yeah in his solo right 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 Man, we have to get to KRS one at some point. That might I take a while. I think he's still fucking real active. I bet. Yeah, uh, the teacher. God damn it! <laughs> fucking philosopher, this son of a bitch. That that dude's pretentious, man. <laughs> These dudes are pretentious. That guy is. God damn. But yeah, this. Yeah, I'm. They've been working on a follow up album for a while. I'm fucking super excited for it. Mm. Also, I think. I think Game Theory was supposed to be like their last album ever. <laughs> that was a while back. <laughs> yeah, they're friends with Jay Z, and to their credit, they never official they I, they like entertained it, but they never said this is our last album. Um, but yeah, I'm like super excited for whatever they do in the future. I'm going to highly prioritize seeing them live whenever they come to LA again, probably for the Grammys, whenever the Grammys start up. So yeah. I'm spoiled can go to the roots. Yeah. Grammy concert. Yeah, for sure. Oh boy. That well, was 11 albums. That was 11 albums. Uh, seen them four, four, three, two. one more story. Uh, huh. I love MySpace because of the music. Oh, all right. We still, no, 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 no. Oh, back, back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it still up? I, have, I, I don't know. I saw so many free concerts because of MySpace. It felt so easy to follow bands. Oh, right. Like, now yeah, it was. Now you just have a bullshit feed on everything that you have no control. Like, MySpace, I had fucking control over yeah. it. Um, MySpace. MySpace, bring it back. <laughs> they had a contest a old to dude. see them at the L Ray. 300 people. 
only 300 people and i fucking won holy shit day of i had the worst headache ever oh and i couldn't make it the worst part is because i won it was in my name oh so you couldn't even give it to someone i couldn't even give it to someone that's a bitch i man one of the more upsetting concerts i've missed that's rough i was so excited (sighs) to see them in a small that's oh that's that hurts that one hurts it does hurt to this day that i need to let the world (laughs) (laughs) so which member died uh oh shit um did someone die yeah was it malik oh yeah malik b who was like their second mc earlier sorry that's a that's a gross overstatement on my part oversight or oversight uh oh yeah he died this year this year this year or last year 20 last year um yeah you know he's he was their second mc for a while then he'd pop up on record yeah he was here and there yeah they they have like a large rotating door of of members I would say, you know, the main ones, Black Thought, yeah. Questlove, Kamel Gray, Captain Kirk Douglas, and this because it's fun to say, Tuba Gooding Jr. Tuba Gooding Jr. They have three fucking keyboardists in their band now. That's a lot, but you can do a lot with keys. You can make them sound all kinds of ways. Dude, I bet these tracks sound crazy live. I know. On the, and I shoot your cousin. Like, it's got uh, crazy. I, I would actually, like, hearing that album alone, like, fuck man it's just it's too interesting it's too adventurous uh no, they don't need to do anything anything but it's such a fucking it's like i said it's such a left turn to go that crazy mm-hmm. it's to me it was just another thank you for your service from tribe it was interesting like that, like, oh didn't see this shit it's fucking wild wild dude and it gives me hope that they're they're, they're next, still here yeah their next album which we will cover whenever it happens. But until then, let's recap. Worst, least favorite, organics. Best album, things fall apart. Personal favorite, phrenology. And for me, least favorite, Illadelph Half-Life. I can't, I can't, I have so much trouble saying that name. Illadelph Half-Life. So many F sounds. Ah, boy. Game theory. Best. Rising down. Worst. And unforgivable (laughs) (laughs) and then you shoot your cousin personal favorite i'm never gonna stop gushing about that one as well as game theory man like that that one i can pop Uh, on at any time anytime god damn so once again thank you mario for suggesting this and for for pledging on patreon your uh your mensch my god where do you even go from here i'm just out of i'm out of voice i've run out of voice uh you can follow me at Mother Puncture and me at Pope Jesse Ventura for all clips of the show, for music stuff, for Twitch uh, clips and all the things I do there. Uh, you can follow us on, I mean, you know, subscribe YouTube, fucking youtube.com slash every album ever. Apple Podcasts, leave a five star rating and a review. Uh, Spotify, of course, all that. Tell a friend if you would like. That would be really great. Also, sharing the clips on Instagram is another good way to help us out. If you're inclined to do so, Spotify playlist on the roots will be in the description of wherever you're listening or watching, as well as everyalbumever.com, where you can find links to merch. Uh, if you see that, that little piece of artwork right there behind me, that is we have shirts and masks and hoodies of that. I think it's very cool. 
Uh, no, no, Patreon. Yeah, what the fuck? Patreon.com slash every album ever. Man, <laughs> dude, I swear my voice is just dude, hanging on by a thread. Two weeks off. We're just chumps. Done. Yeah. Done. Done. Patreon.com slash every album ever for bonus episodes, early access to the Loose End series where we, we cover albums that... Uh, Basically, update episodes. We're covering the loose ends. Uh, bands that we've covered previously, when they release a new album, we cover it there. Uh, as well as, you know, discounts off merch. Uh, and, you know, jump in the line if you want to suggest an artist for us. Every album ever doc, uh, every, every album ever at gmail.com for suggestions, miscellaneous thoughts, hate, love, whatever. Okay. God damn it. We're finally done with plugs. Time to wrap this motherfucker up, this beefy bitch of an episode. What are we going to hear, Alex? I am going to torture you. No! Why? They have so many good songs. They have so many good songs. And make this episode even longer. I'm going to pull a deep cut. This is off the Chappelle block party. This is a live full-blown psychedelic version of you got me writing the wrong with jill scott and erica badu it's one of my favorite live tracks ever it's 10 minutes <laughs> enjoy it enjoy it thanks for listening everybody see ya <laughs> One more time, brother, make some noise for my man Common. Holding it down, revving the shot. As we continue on, you're now rocking with the best. Roots crew from Philly. Number one sound system. Come on.
Somebody told me that this planet was small. We used to live in the same feeling on the same flow. But never, never forward till I'm overseas on tour. And people see the Romeo Queen. We feel it taking classes abroad. Study a film, photo flash, focus recording. Says she broke it, don't inflict the coma. Quit through the story, she loved my show in Brooklyn. But then we had to go and when I stepped off the stage, I took a piece of a heart. You knew from the start, things fall apart and tennis shatter. She said that shit don't matter. And when I'm looking at her, you let her fall. Whatever, let's win this get together. Should you think not? Like I went home and forgot time passed. We in Philly, she up in my spot. Trying to be the things I'm telling her was making the heart. Saw the river with a constant being a kind of clock. Well, she in my world like hip hop. And keep telling me, telling me, telling me, telling me, telling me, telling me. Always like catching the flight And then sometimes I got to be out at the hiding And I get messed with She flipping clean on someone Yo, that ain't right, it's lying I'm on the side of you And love with some like I know that Gotta get your favorite daddy Keep that shit tight and show up I need some love for my life It took it Now I was talking to my sister from New York City She said she know this ball player You think I'm pretty Inside my place And you know it's just what you want staying And when brothers is popping game I don't hear what they're saying Inside I'm playing for you Know it's just what you were saying And when brothers is popping game I don't hear what they're saying Know when you're out there On the road Think of me when you rhyme Don't be listening to your homies They be eating the block I can trust them Like I'm a king for real And yo, you know relationships in hell She keep telling me Keep